There can be no other Memphis Burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 Unleashing the power of red and red This is City 97.3 Holy Holy The City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
624. Welcome to Tuesday, the 15th of November, 2022. Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias. This is the City Breakfast Show. Sounds of CGM music come upon us. Wonderful way to start a Tuesday morning. This is the City Breakfast Show. Live on your down 97.3 FM. Broadcasting from Adabrakat to every corner of the world. On the wings of citynewsroom.com. Thanks for joining us. My name is Nathan Kwao. Sitting in for Bernard Avler. Welcome. This is the City Breakfast Show. Grab a seat. Let's have breakfast. Join us on 0549-986-996. On Twitter at City973. Hashtag CityCBS. And follow us live on CityNewsroom.com. Start off with our business sense for the morning. And business sense brought to us by ADB. ADB's got the payday plus. If your salary goes through their bank, they've got wonderful news for you. The Payday Plus gives you access to about 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next net monthly salary. And remember, there's no interest on repayments within 30 days. And your money hits your account the same day. Now, if that's something that interests you, call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284-197. ADB truly a great and more. Start off with our business sense brought to us today from the stable of Tom Peters. Tom Peters says, Leaders don't create followers, they create more leaders. Leaders do not create more followers, or they do not create followers, they create more leaders. So, if you are leading, think about the people you are producing or creating. You cannot create followers. You need to create more leaders. You need to create people who will bring more change, who will lead the next batch, and bring greater things to their time. You cannot produce people who just be part of the masses, will not try and change things. So remember that even as you lead, your job is not necessarily to have followers. By your job, even as you are guiding people, is to guide them towards greatness. Guide them so they become leaders themselves. That's our business sense. Probably brought to us by ADB. ADB truly are great and more. Coming up next is the newspaper review. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the City Breakfast Show. 
the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Coming up next is the newspaper review. Brought to us by Fidelity Bank. Fidelity Bank is giving you the Sikaboom promo. So that you can win all the cash you can and get those things you want to get. All you have to do is go to any Fidelity Bank branch, deposit and maintain 300 CDs and multiples of it in your account every month during the promo period to qualify and you are a winner. Now it's 100,000 CDs to be won in the grand prize or as the grand prize in the draw next year. So don't miss out. Don't be left out. When it is raining cash on people, do not look on. 
Make sure you are part of the winning crew and take part in the Fidelity Bank Sikabun promo. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. Total Energy is also bringing us the newspaper review and they've been adjudged the Petroleum Company of the Year on three straight occasions by the CIMG and they are now in the CIMG Hall of Fame for Petroleum. Now they dedicate all these awards to their valued customers and they say they will continue to deliver exciting and innovative products and services that meet the needs and expectations of you, their cherished customers. And the segment is also brought to us by Kel Chaco Toothpaste. Happy smile. Now look, Six thirty-five. Let me say good morning to Kokui. Let's get into the newspaper review. Good morning, Obadai. Good morning. How are you doing, Charlie? Well, the news that petrol prices or fuel prices will be going up again probably tomorrow is not good news at all. Um, it, this this is just really becoming a struggle. Mm. I mean, it's been a struggle for a while, but yeah. now it's it's. <sighs> It's untenable. But, I just, I just don't know. But girls' prices have have uh, gone down a bit. Yeah, remember they said they would go down, but then now we're hearing they'll go up again. So we have to wait and see what happens. But it's just not encouraging. The other thing that's worrying me is that we have not been able to buy ECG credits for what? Oh, maybe still pending. More than a week now. I don't still? know. The, the, yeah, there are still the, places. The system, yes, the system okay. that. But um, you, might, you might need to. Call your secret source and it's, check it's, what's happening. I don't know what's going on. The orange card payment system is not working. And Which one? Which one is this? This is the one. It's the one that um, it, you can't you can't use the app with this one. Uh-huh. You have to go to vendors to, to top up your credit, uh-huh. and the system is down. It's been down for a while. Mm. ECG, tell us something. Like, do, what's do, you going know, on? do you know the, Do you know the type of meter you have? As in the name of it, yes. no. Okay, I just, but really. we use the orange card one the for topping up. Card one. So yes, is it the one that you slot into? Yeah. Uh, so we need... Do their name. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, oh, it's, it's, a PNS, it's a PNS Sneda. I use the same type. That's uh, the one? That's a PNS Sneda. Okay, so you also can't use the app. I have... No, for me, from, from the from beginning, one, yeah. I couldn't use the, the app. The app doesn't work for us. Right. We don't have the option. Please, ECG. We, it's at the point now, one of my neighbors has been using his generator like for the past, I don't know how many mm. days, because they can't talk about... Yes. Okay. Might look at the prices of diesel right now. Mm. I mean, so the payment too that we want to pay for the power too, we can't, you know, we're we're on a thin, (laughs) thin rope now. The moment we run out of power, we're we're, we're almost done. Like we can't, we can't top up. Tell me the stress. (laughs) You get up every day to try and contribute positively to society. You have to deal with things you can't control like this. We'll, we'll call. We'll, we'll get. We'll try and get answers from from the ECG today. Okay. We'll get answers. Ah, ECG, please. We beg you. Ah, 
From page of the Daily Graphic, latest Anas expose, a Dubois hence appointment terminated. President refers minister to OSP comes with a photo of Charles Edouboahin. Injuries alter Black Star squad that happened yesterday. You start begins process to support youth-led businesses. Mm. Okay, let me take the final newspaper front page. Anas expose, Ekufuado sacks Edouboahin even before the documentary was aired. Also, I won't allow anyone to ruin my integrity, because it's coming from Vice President Dr. Baumia. Caterers should market Ghanaian culture to tourists, says Dr. Awal. Telcos paid 4.3 billion Ghana cities in taxes and levies in 2021. Over 500 million Ghana cities to be dispersed under Ustart first phase. And the EC revokes registration certificates of 17 political parties. Well, let me take you to the Anchor newspaper's front page. Anchor, it's been a while. Uh, Asante NDC retains indicted chair, anger brewing. Uh, this one says, my bodyguard not dead, Deputy Minister Rubbish's fake report. An abyssal school's critics explains why she contested Tano North's seat. Mm. The Economy Times, government's revenue underperformance poses risk to fiscal consolidation and city depreciation to hike inflation further. And SEC, the SEC, does, is not informed on possible debt restructuring and haircut. From page of the Daily Guide newspaper, Galamse Queen forged marriage certificate for a residential permit. Uh, the Chasadubuahin story makes the front page. You start this here as well. Okay, the new crusading guide front page. Ghanaians throng AICC to watch Galamse economy. Fallout from Anas expose. President sacks Charles Edubuahin and reports him to the special prosecutor. My integrity is my priceless asset. I won't allow anyone to ruin it. This is Vice President Dr. Baumia. And government will collaborate with security agencies to combat illegal mining. Mirku Duka assures. Uh, finally, from me, the graphic business. Uh, a lot of the papers have the same stories, so don't worry. Oh, so you're just skimming yeah. through. Yeah. So the graphic business front page. Calm returns to Valco. Brace for haircut on investment. It is unavoidable. <laughs> Professor Bokfin, he's telling it to you as mm-hmm. it is. Uh, then a Dubai removal won't affect 2023 budget IMF negotiations. The Chronicle front page, Ekufuado approves Edubuahi like cassava. That's how they've put it. <laughs> and hands him over to special prosecutor. <laughs> I won't allow my name to be used for corrupt deeds. That's the VP. NDC chair race mosquito in comfortable lead. I think that's a bit tongue-in-cheek. But Proverbs 13, 24. Whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the Ghanaian Times front page. Government launches 1 billion Ghana cities youth start initiative to create 1 million jobs for youth in three years. And Edu uh, Bohen's story makes it the front page here as well. Also, we were there yesterday. Ghana unveils final 26-man squad for Qatar 2022 <laughs> World Cup. And it starts in five days. That's but the Otoado, instead of focusing on <laughs> selecting the squad, was focusing on Kokui. Otoado. Ah! Good friend! That's why he was doing that. You could do that. Good friend! Let's go online. We'll get How to could the, you? We'll, we'll talk about that on later. On the back page of Ghanaian Times, the squad Otoado. is pictured. Otoadi. Instead of the squad reading is pictured the squad on the back page of the Ghanaian Times. Ghana yeah. unveils finals. So you can pick up the Ghanaian Times to see all no their problem. faces there. We are saying see that made instead it. of reading out the Godfrey squad. Godfrey is not being I believe him. accurate with what he's I saying. I believe him. The business analyst, Edi Boyan, is pictured. They don't have Otoadi too. They don't have, no. And journalist of the year gets two-bedroom house from, from employers. This is such a lovely story. She had a, a hero's welcome when she got to work at Media General. And she has been offered, or she's been given, a two-bedroom house from her employers and 
a trip to South Africa for her and her family. Oh, that's awesome. Beautiful. And then finally, the new independent unemployment is a threat to national security. John Kuma declares as they launch the one million jobs under You Start program. So pick up the new independent for more. Okay, if you go online, uh, Copex says petrol and diesel prices likely to decline. LPG to go up. Yep. So there's no reprieve on either side. Other stories. Anas Exposé, Dubahi engaged in political grandstanding. That's according to Dr. Gideon Boaku. Committee on Oforiata Censure to begin sittings today. Opening challenges authority of Justice Honyenuga in Cocovod case again. And EC cancels registration certificates of 17 political parties. Other stories on citynewsroom.com. Aisha Huang's marriage certificate... Um, Ghanaian passport were forged. Witness tells court and other stories. College of colleges of education staff on strike over conditions of service. And the EC has cancelled seventeen registration certificates. Uh, has cancelled uh, registration certificates of seventeen political parties. Let me put it that way. If you go to my joy online, okay, let's go to citybusinessnews.com. Um, Elon Musk um, is talking. He says. He's sleeping at Twitter's HQ until the organization is fixed. Private takeover of Saglemi Housing Project, a good call. That's according to Grader's Executive Secretary. And Premier Secretariat assures of resolving shortages of the product. If you go to myjoyonline.com, the Lands Minister says government not sponsoring all delegates to COP27. And sittings of ad hoc committee probing of Foyata's essential motion to be tele to be televised live. Ahmed Ibrahim says parliamentary probe into claims against Baumia Edubrahim will not be effective. And MPP MP says Edubrahim sacking meaningless until is until it is linked to Foyata's resignation. So uh, those are some of the stories. If you go okay. to majoronline.com quickly, to Star FM, of course they have the. Um, Kufuado sacks Charles Edubahin story, EC cancelling 17 political party certificates. And if you go international, there's a live ticker. Sunak criticizes barbaric war at G20 as Lavrov wa- uh, watches on. And Zelensky tells G20 Ukraine war must end now. Okay. Let me take the front page of the daily mm-hmm. graphic. I'll deal with the Edubahin stories and then Kokui takes the black stars. Those are the two big ones mm-hmm. from yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, on the front page of the daily graphic, President Anadudanko Kufad has terminated the appointment of the Minister of State at the Ministry of Finance. Hey, Charles Edubahin, that's a long title. Over allegations captured in an investigative expose Dab Galamse Economy by Tiger IPI. The President also referred the alleged conduct of the Minister in the said expose to the Special Prosecutor for further investigations. So that story was everywhere, everywhere. Uh, yesterday. Now, earlier yesterday, the Vice President, Dr. Baumia, had in a Facebook post said his attention had been drawn to a showing in which Mr. Dubuahin was apparently using his name to peddle influence and collect money from supposed investors. Quote, I would like to state that if what the Minister is alleged to have said is accurately captured in the video, then his position as a Minister of State is untenable. Now, in reaction to the accusation which uh, the new Crusading Guide reported, uh, the uh, Minister I also said, quote, this follows an attempt to uh, entrap myself and other persons in 2018. Substantively, I have not been involved in this act of which I am being accused. Okay. Well, let's go to the back page of the Ghanaian Times. Mm-hmm. Ghana unveils final 26-man squad for Qatar 2022 World Cup. So, uh, men for the forthcoming FIFA World Cup to be staged in Qatar were unveiled yesterday in Accra with the surfacing of certain names initially missing from the provisional 55-man squad. Yesterday's final 26 uh, squad... 
announcement came with the not too surprising omissions of the nation's marquee goalkeepers, Joseph Luke Wallacott or Jojo Wallacott and second choice Richard Ofori, both of whom picked up 11th hour injuries in their final club engagements. Unfortunate news there. It must have been a big blow to Ghana and to coach Otto Addo, who quickly drafted in Asante Kotoko netminder Ibrahim Dan Ladd and midfielder Joseph Pencil, who has had a brilliant run of form for Belgian club Genk and Crystal Palace left back Jeffrey Schlop were once again omitted from the squad. This was a decision that triggered a bout of controversy when they missed out on the provisional list. However, Coach Addo said the decision to drop Pencil and Schlopp had been communicated to the affected players and would not want to stretch it further. Yeah, he was a bit tight-lipped on that end. It was it was a bit yeah. nebulous and people wanted more explanation, but he didn't give it. Um, he said the basis for criteria for selection on player values, readiness to play for the Black Stars, as well as performance for club and country. I like the readiness to play for the Black Stars but he said the decision at the end of the day is mine and I stand by it now you can also see the list mm. of all of the players on the back page of the Guinean Times and the GFA president has also rallied support for the national team on the back page of the daily graphic at Simon Okroku he has issued a rallying call on Ghana's to throw their weights behind the national team to excel at the upcoming FIFA World Cup mm, okay now more stories in the papers now caterers should market Ghanaian culture to tourists mm. our tourism minister Dr. Awal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he is speaking here he says you know he's the Minister for Tourism, Arts and Culture, Dr. Mohamed Ibrahim Awal, says Ghanaian caterers and food vendors should sell Ghanaian culture and not only sell the food to tourists who will be visiting Ghana in December. He said selling Ghana would not only help boost the tourism campaign, but will bring in more tourists, which will lead to the creation of jobs for the teeming youth. Now, he made this call when he unveiled uh, at a stakeholder and customer service training for, for the Ghanaian Traditional Caterers Association, the 2022 December in Ghana magazine and 96 events that the Ghana Tourism Authority has endorsed for the December in Ghana campaign. Unveiling the magazine, he said, Mm -hmm. as the country prepares to receive more than 100,000 tourists for the festive season, the events have been endorsed to make the country more attractive to orchestrate repeat tourism. Now, December in Ghana is the country's biggest celebration of all things cultural, entertainment, adventure, nightlife, fashion, gastronomy, tours, and community service. The events endorsed start from November the 6th to January the 7th. And they're characterized by activities across the 16 regions of okay. the country. It's a yeah. good call. I, I think we don't do well with street food here. We don't mm. like have proper street food joints, uh-huh. you know, like yeah. where you go and, uh, you know, because he talks about using the food yes, to market to, to the country. And it's the true. Country. Like there are certain places where, like if you go to Singapore, there's a yeah. noodle maker who has a Michelin star. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like he sells food in a wow. stall in the streets. Yeah. And people just travel to eat his noodles. He doesn't own a big restaurant mm-hmm. or anything. He just sells in a kiosk. But it's street food. It's just that famous. So yeah, I think it's a good right. call if we okay. do it right. Well, talking about food, what you use to cook that food, most probably LPG. Now, the price of LPG will go up. That's oh. according to Copec. Okay, now it says it is moving up from 12.10 CDs per kilogram to a likely retail price of 13.51 per kilogram. So you'll be spending a lot more to fill those cylinders. But in terms of uh, petrol and diesel, there could be increases. Now, uh, it says that latest checks ahead of the second oil pricing window in November are stating that petrol and diesel are projected to see a price decline while the price of LPG, like I said, is expected to go up. Mm. So that's uh, the latest. Let's talk money. 
mm. uh, people's money with fund managers and then investments and all sort of things. Mm. Front page of the graphic business has two stories. So brace for haircut on investment is unavoidable. That's what Professor Godfred Alufa Bokpin is saying. Uh, let us brace for possible haircut on our investments because it's unavoidable. The question is on whose head will the haircuts be? Let with the government or the investor. That is the position of economist and professor of finance at the University of Ghana, Professor Gottfried Bopin. He said, from the baseline understanding, the country's debt was unsustainable, and the IMF program would insist that something be done about it. He said, the situation also required some painful fiscal adjustment, which would affect everyone, thus making a haircut almost unavoidable. Now, when we go to page two of the same paper, fund managers have been severely hit by liquidity problems, making it virtually impossible for them to serve their customers who approach them to redeem all or part of their investment. Investments. The development has heightened speculation that the government intends to undertake a haircut on investments as part of efforts to restructure its debts, which have reached unsustainable levels. The graphic business has observed that many of the fund managers have come under severe pressure in the last couple of months as investors troop to the office on a daily basis to redeem their investments, creating what looks like a panic situation. Okay, well, let's mm. talk a bit of politics. NDC chair race, Mosquito in comfortable lead. Mm. So a survey conducted by The Chronicle in Kumasi has revealed that Mr. Johnson Asiedu Nkitia, the General Secretary of the Opposition National Democratic Congress, who is vying for the <coughs> chairmanship race, has an edge over the incumbent, uh, which is Comrade Samuel Ufusu Ampofo. The survey, in which views of delegates were sampled at the Babayara Sports Stadium in Kumasi yesterday, indicated that the General Secretary stands tall to win the upcoming elections. About 70 to 80 percent of the delegates in the Ashanti region predicted a win for General Mosquito. According to the interviewees, Mr. Asiri Nkitia is strong in spirit, courageous and fearless when it comes to elections. They said he's more abreast with the core values of the NDC and knows what it takes to ensure that the NPP does not steal the 2024 elections or attack NDC members before and during the elections. They further explained their position by saying Mr. Fosuampofo, the incumbent, is too calm and soft to handle the 2024 elections. They further claimed that politics is not for the clergy, hence the need to bring Mr. Johnson Asidu and Kitia, who is strong and fearless, to face the governing NPP. Yeah. Meanwhile, those who rooted for Mr. Fuzuampufu to be retained said the leadership of the incumbent chairman was fairly successful in 2020 and it's because he ensured that the NDC reclaimed most of the seats that it lost in the 2016 elections even as an opposition party. According to them, Mr. Fuzuampufu's calmness and gentle nature of doing politics attracted more floating voters to the party in 2020 which increased their fortunes hence the need to retain him and claw back political power from the governing NPP. Okay, if you go to citynewsroom.com Aisha Huang is here. Mm-hmm. Now a second person Execution witness in Aisha Huang's case has told the High Court in Accra that the Chinese Galamse Queen used a forged marriage certificate and Ghanaian passport mm. to gain an indefinite residence permit. The witness, Superintendent of Immigration David Essien, uh, is attached to the Kumasi Enforcement Unit of the Ghana Immigration Service and has worked for the service for the past nine years. He told the court that Aisha Huang contracted, quote, a supposed marriage to a Ghanaian known as Anthony Fabian, end quote, based upon which she was granted the indefinite residence permit. Investigations, however, revealed, according to Superintendent Essien, that the documents were forged in her application for her well, the anchor is back with their focus on the GES offices. You know, the anchor it looks like they have a permanent <laughs> desk at the GES gate. So they are reporting on page five that the overaged deputy director general of the Ghana Education Service has Over-aged. reportedly 
been sneaking in and out of his office ah. after his contract of appointment was extended again. Let's see the Minister of Education, Dr. Yaoseduchu. It is unclear what is chasing the Deputy Director General in charge of management services, Anthony Boatin, but evidently he has not had it smooth after his contract extension by President Kufadu last August. The 62-year-old whose contract was extended for the third time had shied away from office following agitations that greeted his contract extension. Sources say the embattled educationist Kum lawyer had been working from home after the backlash over his, his contract extension and he's now reporting to work and is now reporting to work except and is now reporting to work sorry except that he does not do it regularly. They say the uncle has learned that uh, he comes in to do a few things and then he rushes out of the office. <laughs> okay, well, some some lovely news here. Journalist of the Year gets two-bedroom house from employers. The 2021 GJA Journalist of the Year, Portia Solomon Gabor, has been rewarded with a two-bedroom house by her employer's Media General Group. At a short ceremony on TV3's flagship news program, News 360, the board chairman, Kujoyanka, presented her with a bouquet and announced the surprise package. Aside the two-bedroom apartment, Portia will also enjoy an all-expense-paid 10-day trip to South Africa with her family. She was crowned the GGA Journalist of the Year at the 26th GGA Awards Night held at the Kempinski Gold Coast Hotel in Accra last Saturday. She also went home as winner for the Best TV News Production and the Journalist of the Year for Health. Now, TV3's Juliet Bewa, our, our friend Juliet, uh, Joseph Armstrong, Gold... Oh, you mean Juliet, yeah, yeah Jules. Jules. Um, Joseph Armstrong, Gold Alloway, and Godwin Asediba were also awarded winners on the night, and, and many more people as well. So Great. congratulations to everyone who won something at the GJ Awards, and in particular, congratulations to Portia. Uh, just one quick story. There was a guy who caught my attention at the COP27. I loved what he did. Oh, and yeah. on page three of the daybreak, Ghanaian environmental activist Gideon Komi mm-hmm. has taken the fight against uh, illegal minority known as Galamse to the Climate Change Conference. Uh, he's the founder of the Ghana Youth Environmental Movement and he staged a one-month protest mm. at the COP27 to draw the attention of the international community to what he described as the government's failure to tackle the Galamse uh, menace. And I'm sure a lot of people have seen that mm. video where yeah. he, he went to stand in front you of the there, Greek minister with his placard, was party. chasing everybody, was like, stop lying to the international... <laughs> You know, yeah. community that all is well. This is what is actually happening and in Ghana. Calm with it. And it reminds me of what you said the other day that protests are not about numbers. Yeah, it's one person. It was very effective. Yeah. He got, he got, he got, everywhere. He got, he got the attention. Got the attention. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so, so much. That was the newspaper review. Thank you, Godfrey. Thank you. Koku, up next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. The newspaper review, not the newspaper review, the city business news. Oh Lord, the newspaper review happened some time ago. Yes, the city business news is brought to us by Access Bank. Now, Access Bank is giving you the triple salary promo. Switch your salary account to Access Bank's Empower Salary account today and automatically enjoy free interest on payday loan, pick now, pay later loan, fly now, pay later loan, and other personal loans. You can visit ghana.accessbankplc.com to get started or visit any of Access Bank's 53 branches across Ghana. Call 0800-004400 today to find out more. Access Bank more than banking. Now, Gaul is your oil marketing company of choice. And they are announcing their latest fuel prices. Effective this morning from 6 a.m. So now Super XP is now 16.82 CDs, 
and Diesel XP is now 20.50 CDs, which is an 11.5% reduction. That can only come from Goyle. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, yeah, yeah, DM. You can visit their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for more info on all the lovely things they do. And the business is also brought to us by MTN and Enterprise Life. Enterprise Life is your advantage. Let's get into the city business news with Michael Obudu. This is the, the City Breakfast Show. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle Enterprise Life, your Advantage Access Bank, more than banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, cost of fuel likely to drop at the pumps as the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers Ghana COPEC projects an up to three Ghana City drop in the price of diesel. Also, ahead of the 2023 budget presentation, Ghana Chamber of Telecommunications calls for a reduction in the e-levy rate to 0.1%. My name is Michael Obudu and to details of our stories now, the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers Ghana, COPEC, is projecting that the price of fuel in the country could see some drops uh, effective today as the second pricing window commences. Diesel is tipped to retail uh, averagely at 20 cities, 25 pesos per liter from the 23 cities, 43 pesos per liter currently on the market, while petrol is expected to drop from averages of 17 cities, 42 pesos per liter to 16 cities, 7 pesos per liter. LPG prices, however, are expected to increase from current retail averages of 12 cities, 10 pesos per kilogram to a likely retail price of 13 cities, 51 pesos per kilogram. To sustain this decline in the price of fuel, the Chamber entreated the Bank of Ghana not to make its recent intervention in the forex supply a nine-day wonder, but to step up efforts to guarantee the needed forex to particularly the petroleum importation market. Meanwhile, the Institute of Energy Security, IES, believes that these expected reductions are based on some conditions. Nanam Mwesi, the seventh executive director of IES, and he has been providing more perspective. Ghanaians must not expect any price reduction in liquefied petroleum gas come the next pricing window beginning 16th November 2022. Although the Ghana city stabilized against the US dollar, the important currency, the price of LPG on the international market shot up by roughly 5.4%. And that will be priced in for the oil marketing companies and they in turn may pass it on to the consumer. However, the price of gas oil may see some reduction if the bulk oil importers decide not to factor in the forest losses they have incurred over the past few months, diesel may fall by roughly 3 or 4% come the next window. 
Nana Mwesi, the seventh executive director of the Institute of Energy Security, IES. Now, the Ghana Statistical Service has hinted that it will review the 307 items in its basket used in the measurement of Ghana's consumer price index latest by 2024. The service maintains that it does not influence any other measuring process in arriving at its results. Rather, the results are a true reflection of the purchasing pattern of individual households. The head of price statistics unit of the Ghana Statistical Service, John Foster Ajaho, made these comments on the City Breakfast Show in an interaction with Nathan Kwao ahead of the Statistics Week celebration, which commenced today, November 15. The assignment of a weight on an item is, is not dependent on us per se. We got to go to the field, go to the households, and try to measure their expenditure on the various items. So it is based on the proportion of expenditure made on those items that give the weight. Of course, we do that, let me use, let me use your word advisory, calibration every five years. Every so five the last years. one we did was in 2017, and we are scheduled to do the next one next year, uh, next year, uh, or next, uh, next two years, yes. Right. So either 2023 or 2024, we will be revising our basket based on people's change in consumption pattern. That was the head of Price Statistics Unit of the Ghana Statistical Service, John Foster Ajaho. Now, on the interbank foreign exchange market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 13 CDs, 8 pesos. The British pound lost 5 pesos and is selling at 15 CDs, 38 pesos. The euro gained 1 peso and is selling at 13 CDs, 53 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus, in the capital, the dollar is selling at 14 cities 50 pesos. The British pound is selling at 16 cities 50 pesos. The euro is selling at 14 cities 50 pesos. Now, the Ghana Enterprises Agency, GEA, is urging the youth in the country to take advantage of the USTAT program. The program, which was launched by the government yesterday, is part of efforts to address the growing unemployment concern in the country, especially amongst the youth. It targets youth from the age of 18 to 40, seeking to provide the youth training, access to market, other business support services, and access to capital to enable them start grow and expand their businesses. Speaking on the sidelines of the launch of the initiative, CEO of GEA, Kosiyanki Aye, urged the public to take advantage of the online portal to register and apply for funding. So the modality of this program is that it's an online intervention, so you can go on. And the reason why it's online is for transparency. We're very clear about it because we want to do a nationwide intervention. So as much as possible, people can go online and apply. We also have paper applications for those who might not be able to use the computer. Because bear in mind, we're looking at people from BEC level. So just in case they cannot um, maybe use it. But now everybody does. But for most of them who can't, they can go into their communities and then apply. And then together we will be able to do this. I was very happy you said university campuses the beauty of it is that that means they can go online and to be able to avoid setting up human uh, centers that's why we have a website so they can go online and so that it would allow me to deploy resources in areas where they are not university graduates who might need more help or who might not have um, enough uh, internet connectivity so we can help them that was the CEO of the Ghana Enterprises Agency, Kosi Yanki Aye. Now let's bring you a story on local beverages as the following, uh, following the hikes in prices of goods and services, some sellers of the popular breakfast meal Coco have expressed concern that the cost of the ingredients used to prepare the meal has forced them to increase prices, which is negatively affecting their businesses. There's more in the following report. 
The continuous increase in prices of food and other basic necessities pushed Ghana's inflation to a little over 40% for the month of October 2022. Food inflation as recorded for the month of October was a little over 43% and cereals and cereal products in Ghana's food basket seen an increase in prices by over 50% last month. It is no surprise then that one of Ghana's popular breakfast meal made of cereals and grains continued to see a hike in prices. A bag of maize is selling in rural Ghana for over 300 Ghana cities and selling for 700 Ghana cities in urban centers. This has forced porridge known in the local parlance as cocoa to sell for two cities and above with it complement both float also selling for two cities. City Business News has been in interacted with some sellers and buyers of this common breakfast meal called Coco and they share their thoughts with us. So previously we were selling it at one cities or one cities 50 pesos but because of increments in uh, things as millet, the pepper and all those things we've increased it to two cities about. So now and customers some buy it at two cities some three cities and those who couldn't afford it just go without buying it and that also caused like a lot of, that also caused our distance to decrease as in our money to decrease and which also affect, also affect us so on your next visit to your cocoa seller, please do well to carry up to two cities to get some of the porridge. Well, that report was filed by Emmanuel Opon. Now, the Ghana Chamber of Telecommunications is proposing the reduction of the electronic transfer levy to 0.1% in the 2023 budget. The Chamber argues that this would be necessary to increase the volumes of transactions carried out on the platform, which saw a sharp decline since the introduction of the 1.5% levy on selected electronic transactions in the country. Already, the Telco Chamber had indicated that its members are likely to post lower figures on their corporate income tax on financial services due to the negative impact of the levy. CEO of the Telco Chamber, Kenneth Ashibi, spoke to the media during the launch of the Mobile Industry Transparency Initiative 2021. Let's now join Gideon Amoeniche of Data Bank for the latest update on the bonds market. Last week, the Ghanaian Treasury accepted a total of 1.24 billion Ghana cities at the auction for the 91-day to the 34-day bills. The amount raised covered 96% of the auction target, but exceeded the refinancing obligation by 27%. At the close of the auction, the 91-day yield increased by 1.05% week-on-week to 34.39%, while the 182-day yield moved up by 65 basis points week-on-week to 35.50%. The 364-day yield increased by 28 basis points week-on-week to 35.08%. Trading activity on the Ghanaian secondary bond market slowed down, as total face value traded amounted to 2.95 billion Ghana cities. The data bond bond index declined, expanding the year-to-date loss to 29.92%. That was Gideon Amoeniche of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News Rally, brought to you by MTN Goal Enterprise Life Your Advantage, Access Bank More Than Banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Obudu. Thank you for listening. As always, please stay safe. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Seven twelve.
This is still the City Breakfast Show live on your down 97.3 FM. Now that the City Business News is out of the way, thank God I need to see news repair review again. The City Business News is uh, out of the way. Up next is kickoff. The latest from the world of sport. And you can imagine what will dominate the conversations. Black Stars, finally the 26 is out. All the rumors, speculation, hoo hoo hoo. Everything has been laid to rest. But I guess for a lot of people, the conversations will still go on. Why didn't player A or player B make the team? Why this 26? We'll get into all of that on kickoff. Even later on the show, actually, we'll actually do some Black Stars chit chat. Get into the squad. 26 names have been put out. We'll find out what the prospects are. Because the World Cup actually starts this weekend. But kickoff is coming up next and is brought to us by Lecheho. Uh, Lecheho is asking if you've updated your records. If not, please go to any branch near you and do so. Now, somebody will ask why. The Ghana card is not the only accepted ID for all financial transactions. So you need to update your records with your Ghana card so you can be served faster and better. You can send a WhatsApp message to 0574065958 or 0302208333. Let's share how let's improve lives. The morning after the announcement was made, and it's time for kickoff on City 97.3 FM. Benjamin Nketiah is ready with all the news. Let's get ready for kickoff. In the headlines, Otoado explains criteria for picking Ghana's squad for the 2022 World Cup. Accra House of Oaks' Daniel Lefree Banya says he is living the dream after making Ghana's World Cup squad. And former world number one Novak Djokovic beats second seed Stefanos Titipas in his opening match at the ATP Finals in Turin. <laughs> Get to the details now. And Black Stars head coach Otoado has described the backlash he has received for dropping Jeffrey Schlopp and Joseph Pinto in his World Cup squad as unfair. The two players joined Mubarak Wakaso as surprise omissions in Ghana's official 26-man squad for the tournament. Speaking to the media, Otoado refused to explain his decision to drop the Crystal Palace and Genk midfielders. I think it's very, very unfair if you don't know the whole story to talk about it. This is very unfair. So then you should tell us the whole story. Huh? The whole story. So you, okay, you tell me what is going on in the review and your wife. So why, should, why should I do this? You know, it's, 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 you know that, that this is not the way we, we build a team. We build a team, is, is first of all, it's trust. If I would talk about a player, how would the players who are working with me would feel? Then they will think like also the same. Like I will talk about the player, he did this bad, I did this wrong or whatever. It's not good. 
this is not the way we build a team. We have a chance to win against every team in the world if we are a team, if we stick together, if the players have trust in me and I can trust them. Now Antoine Semenyo, Ali Duseidu and Salis Abdul Samet were the surprise additions to the team announced by Otoado yesterday. Late injuries to goalkeepers Richard Ofori, Joseph Wallacott and midfielder Babai Drisu meant that they were left off the list. Otoado sympathised with his injured players who will miss the World Cup. And it's a pity that some players got injured and um, yeah, I really, really feel for them. Like I got injured myself many, many times. Um, still, I was lucky to play the World Cup 2006 in Germany, and um, I can just imagine how they feel, and uh, it's very, very bad. Um, but, yeah, like, like I said, we have, we have a good squad. We have also good players who are on standby, and this is standby, that you are ready in case something happens. Um, so we always instruct players to be ready, not to go on holidays or whatever, to be ready, especially also in the next week, um, we are praying that nobody else got hurt, um, but I know as a, as a coach that a lot of things can happen and we have to be prepared for that. So you had Black Stars head coach Otoado speaking there. Meanwhile, GFA president Keto Kriku has rejected allegations that he influenced the selection of some players into Otoado's World Cup squad. Well, I think I don't want to depart from what the coach has said. We all listened to the coach and he was very clear. This is his quote. I think that um, it's important we give respect to the men who are leading the charges. Okay, It's important that we offer them our support. These are the men who qualified Ghana to the Mundial. They are the same men. They are not different. Okay, So if we trusted them and empowered them to deliver the World Cup ticket to us, we should also give them the same trust to carry on with the job. And I, I, I think that given the euphoria, given the energy levels of the entire country, I believe the country is behind our 10-car team. The FA is behind our 10-car team. I think as of today, they've taken all the best decisions they can under all considered circumstances. And I, I, I think that it's paramount that we support them all the way. DFA President Keto Kriku speaking there. Now, Accra Hearts of Oak striker Daniel Afriye Banya has described his addition to the Black Stars World Cup squad as a dream come true. The 21-year-old, who has two caps, um, is one of the two local players in Otoado's team, alongside Danlad Ibrahim of Asante Kotoko. It's a dream come true. I think like four years ago, I was watching... It's behind a telly and this time it's my turn so it's a dream come true. I'm very very happy because it's a big platform and then the biggest stage for every player who plays on this earth. His dream to be part of a team to participate in the World Cup so I'm feeling very great and then I'm very happy for this call up too. So Daniel Efriye Banya plays for Accra Hartofolk. He's heading to the World Cup with Ghana. Now Hartofolk head coach Slavko Matic also expressed his joy at having his player at the World Cup. According to the Serbian coach, the technical team of the club is proud of Efriye Banya. Uh, Daniel going to the World Cup and we are very proud of him. Uh, it's a big honor for all of us. Uh, it's a big honor for him. Still he don't know how much is big step in his career and what is World Cup? He will see when we go there. World Cup, we are very proud. He's a big, he has big responsibility, but we are sure we believe in him and we know that he will uh, he will give the best for national team and uh, uh, we will be very proud. Also, I, I believe after World Cup, I wish him I wish him all the best. I wish him good games, goals, winnings, 
and uh, also for Coach Otado, all national team, all nations, I wish all the best. Accra Hartefolk head coach Slavko Matic speaking there. It's now time for our World Cup Fact Series today in Qatar. Evans of Fortumaso looks at five key Black Stars players expected to make their World Cup debut at the tournament. Welcome to today in Qatar. Mohamed Kudus is one of the Black Stars players who make their World Cup debut for Ghana at Qatar 2022. Yas Midfielder has scored five goals in the Dutch Eredivisie and four times in the UEFA Champions League this season. Arsenal's Thomas Partey will also be playing his first World Cup in Qatar. He has hit the back of the net twice in 11 English Premier League matches this season. Mohamed Salisu made his debut for Ghana in September this year in a friendly match against Brazil. The Southampton defender will be looking forward to his maiden World Cup appearance at Qatar 2022. Daniel Kovicra is also heading to his first ever World Cup. The Freiburg midfielder made his debut for Ghana against Ethiopia in September last year during a World Cup qualifier. Enyaki Williams, who switched nationality from Spain to Ghana this year, is set to feature in his first World Cup in Qatar. The athletic global striker has five La Liga goals and three in the Europa League this season. So you had Evans of Fuchumanso coming through with today in Qatar. Let's do some tennis and former world number one Novak Djokovic beat second seed Stefanos Titipas in two tight sets in his opening match of the ATP finals in Turin. The 35-year-old Serb overcame Titipas of Greece 6-4, 7-6-7-4. Now Djokovic is seeking to equal Roger Federer's record of six victories in the season-ending tournament. Now earlier in the same group, Russian Andrev Rublev came from a set down to beat compatriot Daniel Medvedev 6-7. 6376. Six. Now Rublev, who is seeded Sith, held his nerve in the final set tiebreak to overcome the fourth seed after squandering seven set points in the opening set. Let's finish off with some uh, basketball news from the NBA. Let's get to scores from the games that were played last night. The Detroit Pistons, they lost at home to the Raptors. The Hornets also won on the road against the Orlando Magic. The Boston Celtics continue to be impressive. Uh, they've improved their record to 11-3 for the season. This time they were beating the OKC Thunder. The Miami Heat recorded a single-point win over the Phoenix Suns. And then when you go a little below that, the Clippers won against the Rockets. The Hawks also picked up a surprise win on the road against the Bucks, And then the Golden State Warriors. It was an absolute blowout. 132-95 against the San Antonio Spurs. So that's how it broke down in the NBA. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Lesheho. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
The City Breakfast Show. Sending your thoughts and comments on the number 0549 birthday messages coming in. Happy birthday to Professor Abeku Esuman Johnson from your girls AC Araba and Mami. God grant you good health and prosperity. Hey, Professor Esuman Johnson. He taught, me, he taught us research methodology at master's level. Yeah, that's that's his area. Research methodology. I just I have one, but I won't say it. I have one or two things I want to say, but I won't say it. Ah. Once you said you go on into things, oh yeah, I won't say. So I'll be better to you, Professor Simon Johnson. Hey. Anyway, you let's move on. Let me say one All right, you let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. This one says happy birthday. Mm. Well, special congratulations to Dr. Nana Kwame in Siakon of the Greater Accra Regional Hospital. Mm. As he celebrates his 25th birthday today. From his father, mother, and two sisters, Abena Oheniwa and Mami Kumiwa in Siakon. And happy birthday to Josephine Bedu Debra Isuman of Customs HQ. Says wishing you uh, God's choices, blessings on this special occasion and added age. A very, very happy birthday to a great man. He's a great leader, pastor, mentor, teacher, and an astute CEO of FaithWorks Music School. That's Pastor Kofi Blankson. Mm. He's a very, very, very great man um, and doing wonderful things in the education <coughs> space and music education space. Mm. God bless you, Pastor Blankson, for being such a great inspiration and a value to us for many years of teaching us God's word, blessing mm. us, praying for us, and leading us. You're a great mentor to us, sir. May this year bring you endless joy and fulfillment. We love you dearly. This is from your your family from FaithWorks Music School and from Christ Embassy Faithland, and I'm co-signing as well from myself okay. and my kids, um, Fifi, Kobi, Jojo, and my daughter Rifwa, um, okay. the whole family, and from my mom as well. Okay. To Pastor Blankson, happy birthday, Pastor Blankson. This one says happy birthday to my beautiful wife, Williet. Is it Vakian? I don't know. Yes. Williet or same team. Services Integrity SNL, Burma Camp. It's coming from your husband, Eddie or same team. And happy birthday to a colleague in the profession, Eli Kondo. Or there was no Eli Kondo. Yeah, today today is Mr. Kondo's birthday. Met him up yesterday. Yeah. Looked solid. Yeah. Mr. Kondo. Mr. Kondo, happy yeah, birthday. Happy birthday. Eli Kondo of Star Times. 
Bad girl, you be all like me. I'ma hold it down and be all I can be. Haven't been around a nigga just like me. And happy birthday to Madame Naomi Akoko Kwaku. A.K.A. Manyena Kwame, the good Lord protect you and increase your strength like never before. Yeah. Coming from your children and grandchildren. Seven thirty-four. This is the City Breakfast Show. Sending your comments on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Now, if you're an enterprise customer, they're telling you to be happy and be very proud of their brand. Um, in the recent Ghana Club one hundred, four of the subsidiaries: Enterprise Insurance, Enterprise Life, Enterprise Trustees, and Acacia. And their respective positions as top companies again in the recent CIMG awards. Enterprise Insurance was retained in the CIMG Hall of Fame for the sixth straight year. Enterprise Life was adjudged the Life Insurance Company of the Year, and Enterprise Trustees the Corporate Trustees Company of the Year. Now they dedicate all these awards to you. They are valued customers. Dream big with us. Enterprise is your advantage. Now make life um, easy and simple on the go. Pay the easy way. With a Zenit card online or in-store, you can pay for your Facebook ads, Netflix, iTunes, Amazon subscription bills, and so much more. Using a Zenit card gives you the opportunity to enjoy discounts and experience safe and secure convenient card transactions and do so much more. Think payments, think Zenit. Zenit Bank in your best interest. Now, in this day and age where rent charges are astronomical and cost of, li- cost of land for building is skyrocketing, and getting a place to rent is stressful. Ugo Flip is here to make everything fun, especially the home ownership journey. Now, Ugo Flip is a real estate gaming company that rewards houses as prizes in three easy steps. Log on to ugoflip.com, register with the phone number or email address, and buy as many tickets as possible. And start the chance of winning a house at Pram Pram. Or weekly game prizes or one of uh, many consolation prizes. Now, what makes the Ugo Flip win big game unique is that even if you don't win the ultimate prize, which is always a house, Ugo Flip will reward you with loyalty points equivalent to $3 a ticket. Now, when you accumulate these points, you may use that as a down payment towards buying your next home with us or with other affiliated property developers. And let's talk about Richoco, your favorite cocoa beverage made from the finest Ghanaian cocoa. They are back with the National Essay Competition. A total of 100,000 Ghana CDs in cash prizes is up for grabs to all junior high and upper primary pupils. So just write an essay describing five things you'd like to see to help improve access to basic education in Ghana. Must be handwritten, no less than 750 words for junior high pupils and 600 words for upper primary. Submit your essay with empty packs of either Richoco 1 kilogram or 500 grams or 5 
five packs of Richoco 20 grams. Complete the contact information to select advantage points across the country. Deadline is 19th November 2022. Go to the Cadbury Richoco Facebook and Instagram pages for more details. Seven thirty-eight. Yesterday was a very, very interesting day for those who went to the Accra International Conference Center to get a uh, viewing or a glimpse of Anas's latest expose, Galamse Economy. Um, I don't know how. I don't know what you made, but the biggest fallout from that, even before the documentary was aired, uh, Charles Edubai, who's the Minister of State um, at the Finance Ministry. This, like, like I said, the biggest casualty from all of this. And uh, yesterday, which paper was it? Was it the Crusading Guide? Goffrey, mm. you read. Coco, you read that. Mm. The very interesting intro, read, uh, written by Anas Arimiyao Anas, um, Alliteration Central, I, I call it. If you want to teach your child alliteration, mm-hmm. just give them that that intro. Those two, three paragraphs, they will get a good idea of what of what alliteration is. Repetition of consonant <coughs> sounds are here. So that was that. Um, and then there was the viewing. And then, even before the viewing, we heard that Charles Edouard had been relieved of his position. Uh, prior to that, there was a statement from the <coughs> vice president, which I found very, very interesting. And that the vice president said, if it is true, then the gentleman needed to be let go. And that yeah. happened. So he was fired or yeah. sacked pending investigation. So we wait to see what the investigations will reveal or, or bring up. But Charles Edouard is no longer in government. Yeah, we are in a very interesting time because you know the budget is being prepared, and this is probably the most important budget in in a long time yeah, yeah. because it is the budget that will signal to the IMF and everybody else mm. whether we are ready for the so-called fiscal consolidation. Mm. And to, to think that there are all these things happening in the build-up to it, it's it's almost like a, a, a drama movie that has been put together by somebody else because you have. A minister of finance facing uh, a committee of censure. They'll begin their sittings today. Mm. And today's the 15th. The budget's supposed to be ready in a week's time. Or it's 20, mm-hmm. is 24th. 24th. So that's uh, nine days. Mm. Right. Then the minister of state at the Ministry of Finance, who was ostensibly elevated because at initially the minister of finance was not considered available or healthy enough. I don't know what mm. reason it was. But there was a time where he was deputy minister. He was elevated to minister of state at, in finance so that he would do a lot of the parliamentary business to support the minister. And he's now been sacked. All right? And for, 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 for corrupt acts that have to be investigated. Okay? And then you have about three or four leading business newspapers. I mean, I'm not a prophet of doom, but we are in a big shop. Look at this. Economy Times. Government revenue under performance poses risks to fiscal consolidation. Front page story with a pensive kind of rata. Second story, city depreciation to hike inflation further. Mm. Then SEC not informed on possible debt restructuring and haircut. So all these stories on the front page of the Economy Times. The graphic business gives us six items with inflation more than 100%. Guys, inflation more than 100%. Right? And then it gives you fund managers suffer severe liquidity crunch. Mm. Mm. And then brace for haircut on investment is unavoidable. Mm. All right, and then a Dubai removal won't affect 2023 budget IMF negotiations. How did we get here? How did it go so bad? You know, it's 
I think, you know, I think when the invitation came for them to resign in the build-up to last two weeks, yeah. I think they should have taken that, you, you know, oh, honestly. I mean, to have 80 MPs from the government side asking you to resign, that's unprecedented. Mm-hmm. To go public, to call the media and say, media, come. We, yeah. we want to tell, it tells you there's dysfunction, right? This, and you have, for some reason, stayed on knowing very, this is 2018, mm. you know? And, and you know, what it reveals, it's so sad the way, for me, if you occupy a position like that, the discretion you need to exercise, and mm-hmm. if you listen to Gideon Baku very carefully, it's, it's almost like people, and some, some will say, well, he was, sort of leered. Mm. Actually, you are a deputy minister of finance. You're speaking to people about Ghana. So you represent us in that room. You, you should assume you are being recorded. Mm. Even if you're not being recorded. You should, you should assume. Because if you look at the, the, the code of conduct for government officials, the way you even carry yourself mm. representing a proud country like Ghana and the kinds of things you say, do you get me? Mm. So... I'm sh- the, the, it's been referred to the special prosecutor to be investigated. But if you look at the statement Dr. Bamiya issued, he, he, said if, he, said, he said if what the man has said is, is in the video, he should be sacked immediately. Mm. There's no two ways about that. You know, and then, you know, the president also acted and sacked him. Mm-hmm. We are not sure whether he resigned first or not. But for me, it's like politicians don't learn. <laughs> the motives they have for the, the positions they hold are always being exposed by these things. You know, because if you're asking, if somebody says, I want to uh, come and set up some institution in Ghana, and you're, you're discussing a percentage for yourself, is that why we put you there? Mm. I mean, think about the challenges we're facing in the country. Yeah. All right? We're looking for money. With all the allegations about conflict of interest, now you're, now that, that, that then means that, well, that, that was true then. Yeah. Right, because if somebody's coming to lend us money or give us money to help us restructure our debts or to bring development, are you there to think of what you get for yourself? Is that why we put you there? Do you understand me? So for me, it's there's no two ways about it, and I feel the whole ministry of the minister. The, the, I mean, they, so like this morning, nine days to budget, minister of finance is going to face a committee of censure. Mm. What is he going to say to What's them? What's the focus? What is he going to yeah. say? I mean, and we're all going to take it live. And you see, I'm not saying these are not important issues. What I'm saying is that, you see, we are, we are prolonging our pain to collectively because as we are sitting here, fund managers are facing a oh, severe yeah. liquidity crunch mm. occasioned by lack of clarity from that ministry. Mm-hmm. Because if the Ministry of Finance had been very clear about what was going to happen with the restructuring, we will not have the run we'll on. Not, yeah. the because that run was occasioned by individual investment banks writing to their clients and sending them different signals that caused them to panic. Mm-hmm. And the president's speech did not bring clarity because when he said there was going to be a haircut, his information minister said, well, that applies only to the principal. It doesn't apply to the interest. Mm-hmm. Then the SEC boss comes and says, well, the mark to market is not haircut. It's just, the, mm-hmm. whole, the whole thing is a mess. You are, in the, you are in the middle of a difficult economic crisis and you can't even say the same, you can't even, you can't even tell people exactly what you are doing. And then it's like you are digging deep. I'm not going to resist. Why, why? Like why? What is? I, I don't. I don't understand. You know. So it's probably going to get worse. 
you know, it's <laughs> like a, proverb, a proverbial dash, the, the dash has hit the fan. So we are really at, at, it's, at a break. It's, it's terrible. It's, you know, it's, it's really terrible. And I think the president should take responsibility for all of this because this is happening under him. Okay. If you put all of this together, the, the finance portfolio is in turmoil. And the president has to carry the can. And so a resignation today, a post of censure tomorrow, a budget next week, a restructuring the other day. Things aren't just looking good. Look at that. Six items in the place more than 100%. Yeah. Diesel, petrol, granite, palm oil, washing soap, sunflower oil. Come on. You know, it's very disappointing, honestly, because it, all the times when you hear, and, and not to personalize it, but you know, when you, when people from industry get into politics, you got, you have a bit of hope, like Charlie, mm. you know, these guys have made their money, they have to be convinced to come in to do politics, because you know, I've interviewed Charles and I said, Charlie, mm. what, what convinced you, because I, I have this impression, that a lot of people in business, even in both many parties, mm. they don't want to come into politics because, like, oh, I'll make my own money. Mm. So, what is it that changed so suddenly? Mm. Do you get me? So, it's, it's, and it's for me, the Bible says something it says, for which of you intending to build a house does not sit down first and count the cost? Look, whatever field you want to enter, you need to know what is there and you need to decide before you enter what you will do and what you will not do. Mm. And you need to be guided in the kind of things you even say to yourself, much less to other people you don't know. You know, because this has exposed the motive. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, mm-hmm. and the, the whole documentary was about what Anas has tried to do. He spoke about Ameswale, the economy, the issues about the debt, the conflict of interest, and he zeroed in on that meeting. So the way he builds it up, there's no defense. There's, there's, there's no way to rig yourself out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, we won't know what was said, which was not recorded. We will not know what questions were asked before the recording started. Mm-hmm. But what we've seen is very clear that you, you, you can't hold that position. position. And now, Kisia Jabeng and uh, uh, Special Prosecutor will have to even further investigate. Because what you've, what you've said, then we could even say that, okay, every deal you've been involved in, in fact, Special Prosecutor could be, can be right if he says, I'm going to investigate every single debt, every single uh, loan we've taken that went through you, or every single bond we've issued. Just mm. he could say, on the basis of what you've said, mm. I am going to call documents for all the road shows you've done and i'm going to scrutinize to be sure whether there was anything untoward because now you've given me a reason to believe that maybe you went into those things with a different motive do you, do you know what I mean? yeah. so he could actually be investigated for a very long time i can i ask you this though um, in your experience um you've kept an eye on finance ministries for at least let's just say since 2000 at yeah. least since you became mm. you know has the how different has the running of this particular finance ministry been to what has been the norm? I know we've had different types of... Mm. The finance ministry mm. is normally directed by the kind of economics mm. the person in charge wants to run. Mm. You know, we've had different kinds. So you've had mm. Setekwe, who was considered very austere. Mm-hmm. You've had Kusibuti, who, who held it for many years. Mm. You had Dr. Adokufo. Mm-hmm. You know, no, Dr. Dufo. Uh, sorry, Dr. Adokufo, considered a certain, ki- a, a certain mix. You had Baridu, mm-hmm. you know, held in very high regard. Mm. But for what mm-hmm. exactly? Maybe you can explain. Well, well for there me, seems to be a lot of... What, what, I, what I usually... Talk about... What this I see, particular finance, what, what I see, what I, very different. What I see with finance ministry is usually that the appointing authorities always look for a certain mix of skills, 
which you know the 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 subject of finance economics business is very interrelated okay. so for example you could go to a university and study economics and then end up working at the bank of ghana okay you could also study accounts and end up working at the bank of ghana you could also study law and end up working at the bank of ghana because they are all different aspects of the finance portfolio you could also be mm. a pure cfa right now what i've noticed at least from the rollings time is that they always try to mix at least two of three important elements so okay. you would have somebody who's an economist uh-huh. so that this economist would be somebody who's prophet you know e- economics is like a, we call ourselves the queen of the social sciences so it's a social science it's not very exact but the skills and the tools you use some are mathematics you have to understand some accounting. You have to understand some finance and banking. So economics is an all-encompassing course. You need an economist. But you also would typically have a chartered accountant. I see. Right? So usually the, the most powerful combinations are economics, and accounting, accounting, and then banking. So give you an example. Kojo Barredu was a chartered accountant. All right? Before him was, Yaosaf Mafu was an engineer, but a banker. He used to run a bank. Right? Then you would have people like Antonia Tkotosa, Dr. Nia Shong, from the, from the Joe Abbey School of Thought. So you would need... And those people are what? Economists. So two things. You, there are two things. Usually in the government, there are people whose economic ideas we use to run the government who are not ministers. So Kwesi Botwe, Joe Abe, Paul Aqua. Right? Yeah, to an extent... Um, yeah, to an extent, even Atu Ahoy. So usually those people will not be ministers, but they are the people whose thinking shapes. So under Kufo, you can say Paul Akwa was the main guy. There was also Joe Abe's ideas, which permeated for many, many years. All right? So my point is that you would have a mix. What, what we've seen with this particular one. So when you, when you come to NDC, as well, come before, mm-hmm. he has his own business. He was governor before he became minister of finance. And then he worked with Seth Tekbe, who's, a, who's an accountant, an accountant but did some things with IMF, did GRE. Yeah. So if you're a revenue guy, and then you had Fifi Kwete, who's like more investment banking type of guy, okay, then then eventually they also had Kaziala Tufosin, and uh, what's the other guy's name? The Jerry Girls guy. Uh, uh, I forget his name. So Ricketts. Yes, yeah, so Tufosin and then was, was accounting. Ricketts. Then Ricketts was more like just business economics type yeah. of thing, right? Then you come to, so in sector was a chartered accountant with revenue bank. What people have said is that this particular ministry, the president overemphasized one skill. Okay. These are they were, they were investment bankers whose main stock in trade was working with the market. Okay. So leveraging was very important to them. So they were not afraid of debt. And they, so the way you see debt is not how they see debt. Mm. I mean, the minister of finance used to work at Solomon Brothers. Everyone knows the representative of Solomon Brothers in New York. Let's just say it wasn't the best. Yeah, but it, 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 if you if you if you if you tell somebody you're working in an investment bank in New York, there's a way they see you. Hey, this guy, Charlie, he's sharp, sharp guy. They, well, they have these nice bags. They are yappies. But mm-hmm. there's also a certain view about risk and the lifestyle. I'm not going to go into that. Can if we run data bank, we know what he did. And one of the person has, the the key point we're going to, we are making is that the 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 president seemed to focus on just one skill set. Mm. Which led to a lot of emphasis on debt management. Okay. Now, and that's it. We also did debt management, but I feel there was. It looks like in this particular one, borrowing was the main solution. Yes, some re- revenue things were were tried, but I think at the end of the day, they realized that we just go to the market, we get money, 
to pay for what we have to pay for and move. And I think so. Charles and the minister himself have been debt, uh, fan, uh, what do you call it, market debt people. Um, Abuna is a chartered accountant. Yeah. All right. And John Kuma is uh, an engineer who did economic policy management. So I feel the main guys running the ministry was the finance minister and, and then, then Charles. Charles. So some people feel they should have brought maybe some macroeconomist in or a pure chartered accountant or somebody with a revenue background because you are leaving the deputy minister portfolios. You would have somebody in charge of revenue, somebody in charge of budget. budget. That's a hint to the portfolios. So you had, and I think that for me, the best was the combination that had Akotor say and Dr. Nia Song. Mm-hmm. And then you had Kojo Banredu. You know, so for every angle of the conversation, they are there. And then the other thing is that what we also don't know is that who do these people listen to? I remember when Obama was interviewed in 2007 about his economics. He said he belongs to the Paul Volcker School of Economics. He appointed Lawrence Summers as his, as his um, key yeah. uh, uh, economics guy. So the question you need to ask is who, which, whose economic ideas are they working ah, with? Okay. And I'm not sure I know. Just me because those economic ideas have been codified, and we know what they would. We can predict what they would. Yeah, they're predictable. The, the, the truth though is that our economy is not like a straight Western economy where you can either have this policy or that, that policy. policy. You need an understanding of complexity, right? Because if you study our economics, a lot of things are not in a straight line. Most economists and finance people are trained in a linear situation, right? So if you if you are uh, Janet Yellen, when you see inflationary pressure, you raise the interest rate in the U.S. But in Ghana, that's not enough okay. because your economy, a lot of it is not within your control. A lot of your money doesn't go to the banking sector. That's why in Nigeria, they'll say that your US dollar in Nigeria after a certain date is even worthless because not even keeping the money under their beds. So you can't go to Harvard and learn mm. the way to, to, to solve for a linear problem. In, and I'm not saying, I'm saying that African and informal economies are, very, are more complex because the factors are many. All right, there are so many considerations for simple decisions. Look at Guta imports, people's lifestyle, and all of those things, plus corruption and things. So, I think that the, the president should take a hard, strong look at that portfolio and say, You have two more years, okay? What am I because the minister of finance is going to go? Who are you going to go there to steady the ship? Okay, I'll give an example during the IMF negotiations of 2014-15. Even though Seteb was the Minister of Finance, Kwesi Boche was very influential. Yeah. So there were so, there were many meetings that Kwesi Boche was the one who was driving to speak. And sometimes you need that because you also need to use some of the experienced guys. Okay. I don't know whether Osafo Mafo or whoever school of thought they want to use. Okay, because we are in a situation that is like five levels of crisis: health crisis, COVID, and all the other things that have happened. Food crisis, mm-hmm. the food cheap food price, Ministry of Agriculture notwithstanding, cost of living crisis. Fuel prices have gone through the roof, right? Then you are having all of that coupled with a liquidity issue with the fund management companies. We don't know what whether restructuring will even happen or not. People's salaries have not been increased in years. All of this happening at the same time. People don't even know if you have enough food by next year. So this is not something you, just, you need a linear thinking. It's a complex situation. And I feel that there, there hasn't been enough variety in, in the, the thinking. Ah, okay. Do you get me? Which is why you're having... They are using predictable solutions. And it's not working. It's unpredictable issues. And you see, the... the the, the 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 whole length of the will be exposed by Easter. Mm. I'm telling you. What's going to happen? Because when the program kicks in, that's when you actually know what will be cut and what will not, not be, be cut. cut. And whether the restructuring will happen in whatever form it will happen. 
then you actually know whether we have even prepared enough food. Now we have been told there's food by stuck at the farm gate. Let's hope it's true. Okay, so coffee, I'm just saying the president needs to change his track in the way he sees I mean he has all the briefings, I don't, but from just the casual look at the front pages and the way we are repeating I mean look out look out look look this morning SEC is saying that there's no haircut. Botman says it's a haircut. Where is the strong statement from the Ministry of Finance outlining how they are going to deal with the the, the debt? Of course, they are negotiating a budget. But all of these discussions don't help. And now you have a Minister of Finance, nine days to budget. He's going to sit in front of Parliament to answer questions around censure. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But but I'm saying that if if you are an investor, would would you have confidence to put your money in the economy? You wait. You have a wait and see what kind of budget will be read. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I, for me, it goes. It's a leadership failure, and the the president has to do something drastic to restore confidence, not just for the international community. Because now the problem you're seeing is that the international community lost confidence long ago because they started mm-hmm. moving their portfolio investments. I told you this in March. Yes. When the citizens, I told you that the reason why we we're suffering was that they were removing their money and because the U.S. has started raising their interest rates. So the people whose confidence you need to buy is us. We, the guys who are staying here, who are doing, who are building the house, finishing the, the diaspora guys who are sending money to finish that house at Ajiringano, those are the guys whose confidence you need because every day they are people who emotionally have a connection to Ghana. As for portfolio investors from everywhere in the world, they will move where the money goes. So the the president should appeal to the economic agents in Ghana and speak to them in a language that they understand, not assemble them and say, "This is what we are doing. This is what you have to do." You are, because they are the people who can help to revamp the economy. And in a sense, it, it, it does feel like there's been a lot of that. And that's why perhaps there's still a lack of, a lack of clarity. I think the one thing the government has not done well mm-hmm. is the communication aspect. This, I, I personally feel there's been a lot of talking down rather than looking to inform people about what is happening. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it with a lot of the key ministries like finance, uh, like agric Okay, where it's basically very difficult to get any sort of yeah. proper information that you can work with and plan with. But, but why, why do you think it's so? If you look at finance, for example, why do you think it is so? Well, I, think, you I, see, I, feel, I feel that some of the things that need to be done, for example, with currency depreciation and FX, some of it, the president or the minister of finance needs to appeal to the banks in a way that Okay, let me, let me, let me, I don't want to put this in a way that... So what I'm saying is that there are certain things that you need to do, right? Which, which will be difficult because two things. And some of your... And I'm using the banks and some of your banks are not Ghanaian-owned. Mm-hmm. They, they do not necessarily have a patriotic motive, mm-hmm. right? They can look... They can try to keep a lot of money offshore. Now, if you meet them, there's a way you can tell them that, look, where we are now, there are certain things you need to do to remember that we are from Ghana and therefore, the way you even trade FX... We must look at it. We're going to do some things so that even though it will affect your profits, it will save the country so that I can continue to do business here. Just I mean. So that type of meeting should be more placatory. It should not be a meeting that's like giving orders. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't feel, I, I was in those meetings, but I don't get the sense that he's been able to bring along these economic agents to want to sacrifice because the, the economic revival that we need 
the, the, the major pillars of our economy must agree to play ball for it to work. It's not just changing the law. Okay. Do you get my... my I'm speaking in parables. <laughs> we will get more clarity as we go along. But coming up next is Tech and Social Media Trends brought to us by... By Cal Bank. Shop online or in-store using our range of debit and prepaid cards, Visa, MasterCard, and GH Link. Learn more by calling 0800-500-500. Cal Bank, forward together. And it's also brought to us by Vodafone. Our accounting is here with the segment. Mr. K. Good morning, Nathan. Hello, good morning. How are you? I'm all right. And you? <laughs> What's going on here? Nathan, I always wonder why they ask that question. And you? So if the teacher is not good, what would the teacher say? It's vibes. I'm also vibes. Fine. Yes, mm-hmm. um, Yesterday was part one and part two. Mm. Part one and part yeah. two. Yeah. So in the beginning, something was in the news trending. Uh-huh. And at the end, another one too took over. I see. But yeah. So let me start with part two. Yeah, because that's the one closer to us. Okay. Yes. Uh, Anas and Charles Eduboahin, mm. yes, Minister of State at the Ministry of Finance. Mm-hmm. He says he resigned, but they say they sacked him. So we say parted ways by mutual consent. Yeah, uh-huh. That's, that's what we say. That he that's what what yeah. uh-huh. He's gone. That's all we know. Uh-huh. Um, some comments coming in. Park Jr. He says Anas is more powerful than the ATMPs. Uh, who wants the finance minister and his deputy sacked? He said just a statement from Anas has sacked Charles Idubuahin. Lydia Forsen, she says he expose a uh, selective outreach and the termination of Charles Idubuahin. Um, it's all for sure. She says nothing uh, will change uh, these allegations. Uh, nothing will change until these allegations are thoroughly investigated and the guilty parties are forced to face the law. So Edward Damu says, uh, the way I feel f- uh, proud as a father, Pam. What will I tell my children? That I offered to rake money um, my job. He said, I feel sorry for um, Charles Idubuayan. He says, I'm shy and poor. Kwabna Khan says, um, if it's just an allegation, then why do you have to sack the person? He says, there's an outer in truth, uh, out of truth in every rumor indeed. He said, MMK says, the president has not been fair to Charles mm-hmm. Idubuayan, just like the other um, uh, appointees who have also been cleared based on allegations. He says that the president have evidence to back the allegation. Then he should also sack the finance minister because there have been allegations against him from the minority. Um, now back to part one. Okay. Yes, yesterday, 14 November, Otwado took center stage. Before I go there and pull, hey, the Ghana national team, I didn't know it was nice like that too. Increasing the Ghana national anthem. It didn't. It didn't. Ca- it came on the main feed, but on our, the feed you gave us, he had already sang before we crossed over, so I couldn't see. You missed. Yeah. Oh, you missed. So you missed. It, it was on two, two, four. But it was left with Lazio beats. Lazio beats. If he has a beat, did you, did you record it? No, I didn't record. I was in awe. I was play, just looking at it. You were not. Guess, guess who else was? Uh, guess who else you notice who else was in awe and stood up to go to the left side. I didn't see you. That's why you see when the on Kokui and Kokui alone. But the next time we the next time we host a tournament, I think you should I think you should be the national singer. Uh, you know, there's this American lady who sings uh, the national anthem. What's her name? Some black lady, I forget her name. Uh, uh, Hudson, is it? Yes. yes. You are you are our Jennifer Hudson. 
you are you are you are going to sing when it was swear nice, in, Papa. Whoever is sworn in parliament, everything. It was nice, everything. Papa. Even if they do yeah. the national cathedral, you will sing. To yeah. You didn't yeah. notice Otado rise and go to the left side. You you will sing. So, wow. If, if they build the cathedral, wow. you will sing. Which is why when they started mentioning the list, he was confused. 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 You realized he was confused. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's all making sense oh, now. Yeah. It's all making and sense you, now. No, no, no. Hey, you queen. Why? Yeah, yeah, we have a national asset in next to us. It's too much. We have a national asset in next to us. I'm proud to know you. Thank you. Oh, me too. Should buy tickets yes, to I was telling people. Yes, when, is, when, when is your concert? First December. I'll come and market it alone for you. Don't worry. The Black Stars God is out. People are happy. Especially the Ghana Premier League. Are people happy? Yes. Danlad and Banier. Banier. Of delighted course. Ghana Premier League fans. And the good thing is that, funny enough, the good thing for the GF and the head coach is that because of the leaked list, people had already digested the disappointment. So we just move on. But it's, it's cool. interestingly enough, they dropped the a story this morning. The players have already started camp. So we've moved past <laughs> squad selection. <laughs> so all the teams released their list. Yes, yes, yesterday was a dead So we are meeting Switzerland on Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very important game. Very important. They are one of the best teams in Europe. Mm-hmm. I think it's the very game where we will see able to see, see the level. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what he said yesterday? He said he's humble enough to know that we could lose to every team, but he's confident enough to know that we could lose to every yeah. team. Uh, it's seven games. <laughs> game by game. Game by that, and that's what he said. That it's Tech news before stage. I go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Amazon. First it was Twitter, then Meta, now Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are likely to cut off um, some employees. Oh, they said around three oh. percent. That'll be around ten thousand people. Wow. Yeah, so that something is happening in that tech industry. Mm. People are losing their jobs. Something is very wrong there. Yeah. Anyway, thank, thank you, you, thank you, Daniel. That was second social media trends brought to us by Cow Bank and Vodafone. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Why not Well, still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Your thoughts and comments are welcome on 0549-986-996. We'll hear from the Vice President spokesperson in a second, but Koki has a few nice things to tell us. I do. Well, if you bank with GCB, then you can gain more. GCB, your largest bank, is giving salary account customers more in the GCB Gain More promo. So at GCB, you stand to gain more. So switch or open a GCB salary account today and gain more in the Gain More promo. 
You can get up to 300,000 Ghana CDs as a loan at a competitive interest rate and you repay it in 60 months at reduced upfront fees. Mm. That's great. So you pay no monthly fees for six good months. The promo lasts until April 2023. GCB, your bank for life. And education can only be guaranteed when you have the right plan to sustain growth. At SIC Life, we have the perfect plan to secure you and your children's educational growth because we're your true friend for life. The SIC Life Education Plan Plus is specially crafted for persons from age 18 to 50 years. It ensures healthy savings returns and other attractive benefits and it runs for a minimum of 10 years, a maximum of 20 years, and subject to a maximum of 60 years. Get a quote by calling 0302-750-151 or WhatsApp 050-145-6983. You can also go to siclife.com.au GH or visit us on social media at SIC Life Ghana. SIC Life, absolute peace of mind. Let's hear from the Vice President Spokesperson, Dr. Gideon Boako. Now, um, the, the Office of the Vice President has described the actions of the former Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Charles Edubuahin, as immature. I like that, immature. Now, in an expose by Anas Aremiyawanas, the former minister is seen asking an investor to pay an appearance fee of $200,000 to facilitate a meeting between him and the Vice President. Now, the President, uh, Kufuado, Subsequently dismissed Mr. Charles Edubuahi and did, referred. Did you, read, did you read before I played? Did you read the vice president's tweet or his post? Yeah, yes, I think his statement came out around ten a.m. saying that yeah. um, his his attention has been drawn so, to. Yeah, I wanted to find if if I could pull the vice president. Um, you know, but, yeah, I mean, effectively, just to paraphrase, yes. he did say that he has heard of this, and if it is true, then the gentleman in question. Needed to be, let me borrow the words, uh, dismissed summarily. Yes. Those were the exact words yes, in the that, statement. That's what he said, yes. yes. Said, My attention has been drawn to a video by Nas Amaya Nas, as posted on social media handles, showing the Minister of State of Finance, Yasudu Bwahin, apparently using my name, Interalia, mm-hmm. to peddle influence and collect money from supposed investors. I would like to state that if what the Minister is alleged to have said is accurately captured in the video, then his position as Minister of State is untenable. He should be dismissed summarily and investigated. Yes. I am not aware of any such meeting held by Mr. Dubuahin or a supposed appearance fee, quote-unquote. Mm. My most cherished asset in life is my integrity, and I will not allow anyone to use my name to engage in corrupt activities, unquote. End of statement. Yes, so following that, we spoke to Dr. Gideon Boako, who is the vice president spokesperson. This is what he had to say. The Anas um, has spoken to me. Oh, I got a... Uh, somebody contacted me from tiger eye this year and uh, we had a conversation uh, basically on um, how people could see the vice president and I expressed my, my views and thought as the laid down procedures are in the office I didn't know uh, that something like this uh, was happening but I gave them the chronology of how if anybody wants to have appointment with the vice president be it a corporate or an individual near that institution, whether foreigner or Ghanaian. And in the course of the conversation, um, some questions were asked that I'm not sure that if somebody wants to see the vice president, somebody could facilitate uh, by way of a parent's fee. And I had a good laugh over that because I told them that there's nothing like that. And I know that in football circles, the 
vice president as a no and working with him closely will never condone such an act. And if there were anything like that, then probably I would have been richer um, now. And then as the conversation went forward, um, then they opened up to me that they're asking all these questions because somebody um, has mentioned somewhere uh, to them that uh, he could facilitate for businessmen or some business guys to see the vice president by paying appearance fees of $200,000. And I told them the vice president will never, ever engage in that. And those of us working with him have strong instructions and warnings from him. That is why we are always very careful in who we deal with. And a lot of the time, um, even if you want to book appointment for some institution and people, especially when they are foreigners, who asked us to do due diligence and some background checks. So um, that, that was when I was made aware that something like that uh, has been said in the past. But I didn't know the person they were referring to until yesterday, uh, around 8 p.m., that they told me they're going to do the documentary today. But at that point, they felt they could disclose the identity of the person who had made uh, such comments to me, and they told me around 8.22 in the evening. So they, were they interviewing you for an official response, or this was just a casual conversation, and did you even know it was from Tiger Eye? Yes, uh, I think maybe the first part of the conversation, yes, I think I knew it was from Tiger Eye, um, it, it was more initially of a conversation, but you know, uh, there were questions asked and I was answering the questions. But at some point, uh, they made me aware that there, there, there is a documentary they are doing. And as part of the documentary they are doing on some, um, people in government or whatever, somebody had said that initially that, that was not made known to me. But at some point, they, they made me understand that somebody had made a comment like that, and they were trying to find out if uh, that is how the office works. So at, at that point, I got to know um, it, it, it's something that somebody has had said, and I also gave my response. But I'd earlier uh, spoken without knowing that something like that had been said. But I thank God that, uh, and of course, when you're speaking the truth, you don't need to be preempted before everything I said was the truth, and uh, it's, it's only by grace of God that I stuck to the truth as issues are and as how the vice president conducts himself, and it turned out to have, you know, deflated any anything that had been said by someone else somewhere. So they made me aware along the line, and yesterday um, they told me, they mentioned the name of the person. After that time, they never told me who it was. I asked. But they told me where they are with the investigation. If they mention the name, it, it will obstruct the whole uh, investigation documentary they want to put out. So they will not tell me as at that time. But yesterday, around 8, 28, 22 p.m. They contacted you. So, uh, so, they, they contacted so they've been speaking to you for like a year now, close to a year? No, no, no. No, no, a year. I, they contacted me this year. This year, okay. Now, yeah. what is the position of the vice president having seen the communication that was published by Tiger IPI and the involvement of a minister of state? Yeah, so all this while, 
um, whatever conversation the tiger I had with me, I of course at the time they spoke with me, I didn't seek permission to go and talk to the vice president before I come to them because I'm the spokesperson for the vice president. There are certain things people ask me based on the knowledge I have already. I, I give responses before I even go to try him. So this one, I gave my responses. Of course, I knew I was speaking the truth, so it would not be substantially different from what the vice president would tell me. So I gave them my what I know, and then I went and briefed the boss that I had this call from uh, this institution or agency, and these are the responses I gave them, and he said, yes, that is the truth. So, I mean, you didn't need to come and ask me before. And so... When uh, it happened like that and they got back to me and mentioned the name of the person, I also went back to him last night and I told him they have mentioned the name of the person and this is the person. He was actually shocked you know, <laughs> because he was expecting that even if somebody had made such a comment, it would be somebody who works in an office of very, very close to him. Um, Charles is close to all of us. We are in government, the same party. But I must say, he's not close to the vice president, as I am, or some of us are in the office. He, he, Charles is not somebody on day-to-day -day that you say is a body-body or the vice president or the vice president's friend. I don't remember the last time I saw Charles in the vice president's house or even in his office he coming to see him or talk to him one-on-one -on -one or with somebody who is a foreigner. In most of the case, it has been official engagement. If we have a meeting, then Charles will come with the finance minister or sometimes he comes to represent the finance minister. But these are all like EMT meetings or stakeholder meetings and all of that. So he's not uh, somebody that anybody would have expected that even if such a comment should come from somebody, it would be him. So when he heard it, it was a bit surprised, but he didn't have uh, detailed information on this whole expose and documentary, just as I am. Because as of now, I haven't watched the video. The vice president hasn't seen the video. Uh, the only information he had was what I reported to him based on my conversation with Tiger Eye. And the only information I had is what aspect of the whole documentary that Tiger Eye communicated to me. So we didn't have full information. The only time we got some detailed information is when I saw today that Anas had written something on his page on social media and I placed a call to him to find out from him if indeed he wrote it and he said yes and I asked him that what he has put out is it substantially different from what is in the video and he said he can tell me in confidence that what he has put out is not substantially different from what is in the video. But even with that, I requested to have the portion of the video that concerns Charles and the vice president. Uh, they promised to send to me, but unfortunately, I'm sure maybe the, the billions of the day have not afforded them the opportunity. Mm. But in that case, the vice president decided to act based on the confirmed statement that Anas had put on his uh, page to say that if what he has put on the page is what is in the video, then he can speak to it. But okay. Anas had also confirmed to me what he had put on his page is not going to be substantially different from what is in the video. And that is what gave us the basis that now we have something to to base on to, to, to act. And that's why mm -hmm. the vice president...
Why does your office, or what would be your the thinking at your office about why the vice president's name came up in a conversation as crucial as this one? I mean, there are people who say there is no smoke without fire. How do you dismiss that? Yeah, first and foremost, um, Ada was calling for the vice president to ask for um, chance to be investigated. I think the vice president stated that categorically in his statement. But the vice president's statement came before the president's statement. He had said that, and if I should quote him, um, he says, um, if what the minister is alleged to have said is accurately captured in the video, then his position as a minister of state is untenable. He should be dismissed summarily and investigated. So this is a statement by the vice president. So he had made the statement, strong statement, that if what we have seen and heard as confirmed from Manas is exactly what is captured in the video, then Charles must be dismissed. And again, he must be investigated. So it is post this that the president's statement came and relieved him of his position and also subjected to the special prosecutor. Now, you ask the question that why would Charles, um, you know, uh, entangle himself in this and bring in the vice president? That is a question that I think Charles himself can answer. Like I have said earlier, we haven't watched the video and we don't know exactly what he said, so I don't want to put the blame squarely on him now. But if what we have seen is anything to go by, then I must say he may have acted out of indiscretion, uh, political grandstanding, or didn't display so much of, you know, um, um, organizational maturity or political maturity in whatever he said, because um, I, I don't see why. He had to say the things he said, talk about the vice president's family, and some of the things he said uh, about his family are even not true. He doesn't have full information even on the family of the vice president. So I, I am a bit you know, surprised that those words could come out of him. But like I said, uh, it's early days yet. Um, he needs to be heard. Uh, we need to watch the video, get to know exactly what is in there, and then probably we can all speak to it. But I think um, if what we have seen is anything to go by, he, he may have uh, acted unprofessionally. And I don't see why the vice president's name had to be dragged in this at all. So that was Dr. Gideon Boakon, spokesperson for the vice president. We were speaking to Marisan Damadi yesterday on Eyewitness News. So, <laughs> at least we've heard from the Vice President's office. Yeah, they, it, they were very, very swift. swift. Yes. Very, yes. very prompt. Yeah, yeah. I was very surprised because it was just after we had yeah. gone off air. Yeah. Then they came out that, see, I'm hearing ABC and D. If the gentleman is guilty, let him Particularly go. Particularly when, when the Nyantechi one happened, people were not that swift. But I think they've also learned. Mm, yes, you have to dissociate yourself quick. It starts snowballing very quickly. Yeah. Yes. And I also think there's a, 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 an, another revealing angle to this. That he didn't even wait for the presidency to act. He went on his social media platform. Very strong language. To dissociate himself and also to ask for his dismissal and investigation. Yeah. Yeah. That also reveals that... Um, 
again, you have become a president who, who, who doesn't have a second, who has the, the president's lame duck, mm-hmm. and the vice president obviously has ambitions. Yes. So he's taking his destiny into his own hands. No, 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 <laughs> if I wait for this, if I wait for this, what if they don't suck you? What if they don't suck you? What if they don't suck you? As for me, let me put it on record that the man must go. He's going on the offensive. Quick, quick. Yes. So for those who are interested in the politics of it, I, I thought his statement and the timing of it and the clarity of the statement. Mm-hmm. It, it tells you that, Charlie. But, but, but post, uh, when we, we, we do return, I think we have a bit yeah, of a break. Yeah. Up, you know? I think we need, also need to look at the situation about the influence peddling around governments. Yes. Yes. It seems to be a norm. Yes. And it is why Anas will target it. Yes. And target it over a period and it's still working. Yeah. And it's still working. Still working. Yes, you're right. You understand. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's something we need to look at. I, I've always been concerned about how easy it is to meet the president, for instance. Yeah. And and by that, I don't mean you can just go to walk to the gates, but I'm just saying sometimes you take a look at... Some of the characters the, some who of are the, seeing photographs with you are wondering how just did even, this guy get here. Yes. It is very easy to we, get we, we should a photo opportunity yes. with the president we, we, of the we should, we should make it rare. Yes. Uh, for, to be seen with Ghana's president sat at the same table is an endorsement that you are the right person. Yes. So there must be, mm-hmm. there must be quality control. True. Significant quality control. He must control. make it, and we are not saying he shouldn't be a leader accessible to everybody. No, 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 no. no. But right. our president should not be available to the highest bidder. Uh, it should not be. Not at all. It should not, not be. It should be, there should be some scrutiny so yeah. that if you, it, 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 and, and I feel that the reason Anas keeps getting them, them. Is that there's people, people that's their stock in trade. trade yes. It's like, ah, you want to see the number one? Oh, no, I'll, sort, I'll it sort it out. I'll sort you out, cra. Don't worry, cra. So, listen to the CT Breakfast Show. Up next is Your Money. Your Money is brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. Koko has the segment for us this morning. Yeah, this morning we're talking about diversifying your investment portfolio. Mm. We all know what the past few weeks have been like. People are discovering that money they put away in investment accounts that they thought were going to cushion them for the foreseeable future now could be getting, I don't know if it's back bush or punk or half moon. Let's just say, you know, there's a different approach for it's now mark to market, not hold to maturity. Not so, mm. so the point is, if you've got some money to put away, don't mm. put all of your eggs in one basket, yep. as we say. Yeah. Spread it around. Maybe you can put some into treasury bills, yeah. put some into a mutual fund, put some into, do you understand? Like equities. equities. So types of things. Different types. And, and also, of uh, we're also learning accounts. that, so in, I like that, the, the, the diversity is not just financial instruments, land. Yeah, a rabbit farm. Invest in property. Something. Invest in. All right, and yeah. then also your tenors must be so diversification is not just across but also along. Mm-hmm. So don't just diversify to say let me do land, let me do uh, tables or whatever. You could also say let me do some short term and long term mm-hmm. because if yeah. if all your eggs are in that proverbial basket, if that sector goes down, you're down with it. Finished. So I feel the point about diversification becomes very important now. And as I always say. Talk to a financial advisor because you see you cannot make money from something you don't understand. <laughs> you can so if you don't understand the way the thing works, there's no way you make money. Unless so sit down, take a whiteboard, and so finally tell me how does it work? How am I so if an investment banker can come and give me money? Say no problem, I have five thousand to give you. Mm-hmm. Yes, everyone. Explain, Explain to me what I will get. 
over what period? What are the scenarios? And what the risks are? Exactly. Don't just give the guy your money because he's an elder in your church. Yeah. Actually, he's an elder in your church. Yeah. It's like, oh, elder, 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 elder Francis has come. And he's, you know, let me tell you something. A lot of people, eh, they, uh, they sort of, they outsource thinking. So, like, they want to build a house. Koku is in a Catholic church. So, it's like, oh, mommy says, Uncle Gabriel, he's a real estate guy. So, whatever he says, we'll do it. He's an architect. Or this guy is a lawyer. So, he says, no, don't do that. Listen to him, but listen to somebody. Because this uncle guy, he may, he, because you're not paying him, he may even think your job is not important. So, he'll just tell you something, okay? A lot of people have entered bodies because some elder in some church told their mother that this is how they should go about the thing. Simply put, they outsource. Yeah. And, me, and I'll tell you something. Meanwhile, this is your mother telling you that this man says do this. The man, he doesn't have time. Okay. And your mother thinks because they're in the same fellowship, he should advise you. Go to somebody, no relationship. You see, this is the other problem. We think that because somebody is my cousin or my uncle or my church elder, he will help me. No. Sometimes, sitting before somebody you don't know who's like... Objective. A, 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 yeah. Because the uncle guy said, you your, fam- your father guy was poor, so you, 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 you know, so the, the, the familiarity will spoil the thing. Yeah. Okay, don't, don't do that, Uncle <laughs> Elder, Elder Philip. <laughs> this is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. You're still listening to the City Breakfast Show. The comments are welcome on 0549-986-996. A word you speak is promise you vow to keep. As you so, so Yeah, so we've heard from the Vice uh, President uh, Spokesperson, Dr. Boako. <laughs> Interesting to see what, what comes up next because we've spoken a lot about mm-hmm. these things that happen. We investigate, we investigate, and that's it, really. Nothing major happens. Special prosecutor has been put in, and if we know oh, okay, anything, special prosecutor, I believe I, I trust we've seen him follow up on a good number yeah. of things. I, I haven't seen and don't forget video, that. So. It's, don't, don't forget, Kisia Jabin used to be a nurse's lawyer. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Don't forget, this, this, this is how these things yeah. are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the day I interviewed him, such a coincidence. In fact, the day I managed to get him to my studio, proud to him becoming, yeah. said it was because of Anas that he came. Yeah. It was when, uh, uh, what do you call it? The waistcoat yes. and so the white top. I remember. We, we don't know for, for, for what that's worth. For what that's worth, special prosecutor will have to do some work on. I, that. I, I haven't watched the video yet, but for those who watched it, mm. um, this. Did he collect the money? What? You know, and that's there. He'll show you the money collection point because he <laughs> is the part. The part that you know, <laughs> they always make a. They will put the money on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be sitting at you, and, and smiling. When, when you, it sounds like when they see the money, their mind changes. They start talking. You know, <laughs> you know. It's like it's like somebody says when you show me the money, it means you are serious. 
So they'll also be talking plenty and they'll collect the money. It's the money for shopping. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's, it's also, like I was saying, the point I was making prior to us going on the break was... Um, Access. The, the, the influence peddling. Okay. There seems to be a lot of it. And it also goes to the quality of people you put around the administrative front, you know, the executive. Um, we, when was the last time a president fired somebody for influence peddling, even quietly within his team? team. Because for me, you send a signal. Yeah. If and, and, don't use and, my name. Uh, for example, I want some people to meet some ends, right? So I tried to organize a meeting, da, 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 and then we had a meeting. Now, if the people who came were not correct, the next time I suggest them, you say, ah, I'll ask you, 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 you bring in some huh? so people. I, in fact, and this is what I wanted to bring. I had to almost a month of planning. Yeah. But my boss is busy, and the guys also have a certain expectation. You have to find the right And then I have to keep reminding, and I have to set the, and when the meeting starts, I have to give the parameters. Yeah. So, to meet a president should not be easy. Yeah. And to, to, to go and even assure somebody that, oh, when, once you sort the person out, out you can meet you him. You can meet him. It's, 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 it's basically paints our, our, our vice president in a very bad light. Yeah. That he's available to be met. Mm. Don't forget, even alluded in the thing that, oh, he needs money for campaign and things. Things, yes. Quite a few things were said. And, Charlie, and, and at the level, at which you, 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 we, we see Mr. Edubo Ahen at that point, you would not expect him to say some of those things. Yeah. So, my question is the quality of the gatekeepers. Yeah. It's something that the presidency needs to look at. Very, very uh, much the so. presidency, the office of the vice president. <clears throat> yeah. um, like I said, personal concern of mine has always been how easy it is yes. to see certain kinds of people. And then quickly, uh, don't quickly. take a picture. Yeah. You know, and, and, you see, sometimes and, the, more eager, the more eager they are to appear with the president, it tells you that they need his endorsement. Yes. For and we've seen people who have now been exposed to be charlatans yes. who have been pictured with the president. Yes. It's true. Right? And for the question was, the people who were minding the president, who were arranging those meetings, what due diligence did they do on yes. these guys before they allowed them to come? Yes. You know, but, you know, randomly meeting the president on the street or the vice president on the street and saying, oh, Mr. President, can I take a selfie yeah. or something? It's, People will interpret it as just being that. I met the president on the street. Yeah. But when it is in the corridors of mm-hmm. power, mm-hmm. you go there, you are shaking hands. Oh, I had a meeting with the president. You put it out there. And then yeah. later, you, and people ask these questions. Yeah. You know, they are, And I'm sure you at home listening, you might also have seen the president, the vice president meeting somebody at the uh, flagstaff house. You ask yourself, ah, uh, what's up? Yeah. How is this person there? Yeah. For me, my concern for a long time has been that issue. Like everybody has a photo op, yeah. and it should not be that easy to do. It's you know, a, a photo with a president is something a lot of people treasure, which is why you go to people's houses, you see maybe some small mm-hmm. corner, one photo that they took 30 years ago with some president. It might never happen again in your lifetime, okay? But for some reason, we've we've created a certain level of accessibility. That is that requires a bit more rigor in my estimation. Now, if that rigor comes, perhaps you can wipe away the temptation that exists for the people around the executive to peddle the fact that, oh, I can get you to see the president. Because, one, why would I want to see the president? Because I've seen Nathan quite with the president. Yeah. How did, if how, Nathan, how did he go and meet the president? Yeah. So then I also go and, if Nathan has met the president, then it means I can also meet the president because I also have some things that yeah. I need. Legitima- legitimacy for, yeah. so I, I think they should. So, so, so the, the question would then be: things a bit. What what should be the scope of uh, 
the special prosecutor's investigation because the president directed the special prosecutor to investigate. The president said he should investigate. Are they investigating the circumstances under which it happened? Are they going to say Maybe. all the deals that he's been involved in should be brought back <laughs> to be scrutinized again? Are they saying... You get me? Like they have to be a bit more specific, or was just without use his own discretion to say, okay, well, based on what we've seen in the video, probably ask Anas to give us what else he has, mm. and then Come we're going to here. decide, invite everybody, and say we're going to take statements from everybody else, and then we're going to decide what the scope of the investigation will be. Because don't forget, like the special is doing what they call uh, highly. Ex- what's the word they use? Politically exposed people. people. Yeah. All right. Is he going to say? I mean, could he say, I'm going to even uh, uh, look at campaign financing? Mm. Because he, he mentioned in the video that he needs money for campaign and things. He also did say something about, oh, we need to employ his relatives. So is he going to say, okay, I'm going to even now look at... broad. I don't even know how he's going to do it. I think the focus will simply be on this, what you saw in there. Take the money. Because the rest are just lessons that you take and implement. Are you sure? Oh, yes. Because in the... In this guys, what you've basically done is you've broken a certain number of rules, okay, and a certain number of laws. The lawyers are the ones who can tell you what laws you've broken. By the fact that you've been tempted by X amount of money, you you are seen taking the amount of money to facilitate something. Whether you're able to no, facilitate no, it or in not, the, in the you video, know. you know, in the video, it wasn't facilitation. The, he gave him as a gift. So, so, so that's the thing. The money was not. He didn't. It's just a couple of things. They were discussing mm. what would it take to meet the vice president. And he said, "Oh, if you look for some two hundred k for him, you know, he has to campaign." Da, 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 and those things. The money they said, take buy something chop. It's like use it to shop. So the, but the, that's the, just a term. I'm, I'm, no, the money was not from the way Anaz, the money was not the two hundred thousand. Yes. The money was something like, oh, we've come to meet you in So when we meet him, we'll do other deals. No, this money, by the way, just buy something and thank you for that. Mm -hmm. So the emphasis was not on the money that was put on the table. The emphasis was on the conversation about what it will take to meet the vice president and what is possible, but what you need to do to meet him. But, 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 so the money, but the gift is a problem. Yeah, but but I'm saying that, no, I'm saying that if you, you, so if you come to the uh, conflict of interest thing, Yes. Then you have to look at what that gift then does to your sense of judgment. Yes. But the other issue was about, so when we bring this deal into Ghana, what will I get? Mm-hmm. Which is the, what, the, the percentage. 80% yes, and of I'm the saying that, so, so if you're you are going to look at two things. Influence peddling or the admission that you could, this is what it will take. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know whether he said, give me that money and I'll expose it. Basically saying, this is what it will take. Which is the vice president came tonight. But the other issue is that for the deal... I want this percentage and this is, I, I want to work for my money. Mm. So that's what I'm saying that if the special that's okay, how many deals for Ghana have you done? And those deals that you did, who were the people you negotiated with? And did you also get anything because you have exposed in this conversation that this is something you do? Yes. So I think the special prosecutor must probably send out a, 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 a statement explaining the, 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 the scope <laughs> of his investigation because it's not a public issue yes. the reason all of this is happening is that the guy showed it at the conference center he didn't go and give you uh, he didn't go and submit this to the president that I have sent you this this is what your minister has done he decided to show it to the public so the accountability must not be private so my point is that the special minister may, may have to come and tell us how he's going to approach and what he's looking out for based on what the, the particular the laws say. say about the code of conduct of public officials 
Hmm. Because don't forget, Baromia said his position is untenable. Why is position untenable? What, what was the basis for that conclusion? Well, you've used his name to... No, it's not because you used his name. Set up a meeting. It's, no, it's not his name. Why, the, 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 the name is not the Constitution. He, it's, it's because you have conducted yourself in a way that is not commensurate to the position you occupy, the high office you occupy, you've misconducted yourself. After Baumia's name, you can use Baumia's name and say because of Baumia. But, but again, I was saying that, what is the misconduct? There is the misconduct, the influence peddling, because the deal that happens, we don't see. Mm-hmm. You understand? What we do see, the only thing we do see is the receipt of the gift. So I think to put itself in which essentially brings the high office into disrepute. Mm. And I'm saying the, re- the receipt of the gift puts your high office in disrepute. So fine, they'll investigate all of that. Uh-huh, there's that. All of that. So, okay. the, so, 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 so I think we are not lawyers. The point is that all of that together can be looked at. Yeah. The money, the things that were said, and all of those things. <laughs> yeah, so I think but, that, that's but the that. Whatever it is, um, we need some speed. But the other point, Nathan, for me, while this is important, because you see, we cannot, we cannot say that what is happening is unconnected to where we are. You, we cannot say that because the, and I, I don't want to use the word chaos, but the 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 state of the finance function, and the uncertainty about the budget. The lack of clarity about the way out. Will we have a budget? The, the U10 about meeting the IMF or not. The vote of Senja. The Western economic fundamentals. All point to bad decisions within that ministry. As the lead ministry. Alright? Because, mm-hmm. yes, there's also the BOG. Yeah. But, if you look at the way our economy runs, finance ministry is at the center of a lot of things. So... These things are related. These things are related. And I keep going back to the president. He needs to make a decision about who's, who's going to steer Ghana. Because, you see, let's not think we have two more years to an election. Yes. And, and, and there's a lot of money you even spend to do elections. <laughs> the economy may be at a point you may not even have enough money to, even do to run the election. <laughs> do you get me? So... And it's very clear the Minister of Finance will go after the budget because the president already said that to the minister, to the MPs. So my question is, even the person he will appoint to oversee the austerity program and the economic recovery program is a very important decision. Who are the candidates? What, what, is, what, 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 what does parliament want? Because this person must work with parliament because a lot of the things will go through parliament, laws that have to be changed. Mm-hmm. Do we have in, if you look at the poll in, in the government, in MPP, in parliament, how many of them are worthy and experienced? Do, do, we, we need to start talking about these things. Who are the candidates? In, in certain countries, you would have the analysis of the potential people. Who, so we don't know how the president thinks because we don't even have a track record of dismissals within uh-huh. his government that much to even know who are the. In fact, if I asked you, the top five finance brains in the MPP, a lot of them are either in other ministries or former Kufo appointees. All right, you are a higher level general. If I ask you to give me five people who can be finance minister who are MPP, I can give two. Akuto say, Akuto say, you know why? It's because two things. It's because we are all working with the people we've who we've seen doing it before. Yeah. For now, because because 
But all of the people what are, who are, who are, who are, who are but why are the people in MPP who are not in MP, who are not in Parliament but who are finance gurus who can do the work? Yeah, but I'm just saying at this. Where point are their time, articles? Where are their contributions to national discourse? Where are their ideas? Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. Like the the financial elite of the MPP, where who, are they? Who who are public facing? Where are they? Mm. There are many successful businessmen in Ghana. There are many people who understand finance in Ghana. But I mean, I'll give you an example. During NDC's time, when they were having all these guys, some names were floated. So maybe we should start floating. And the question is, what will the president be looking to do with that appoint appointment? What will that person's mandate be? Because that person will have to be talking to us very regularly because things will be very tough for the next two years. What will that person be saying? The other point is that there will be campaign things. Will that person be a hardcore campaign guy who's going to be doing politics? Or the person will say, for me, I want to to keep the, the ship of state steady financially. Mm. You know there are some people in, in certain institutions in many good countries where, especially whether there's an election or not, the, if you read some of the things that happened to the US, where Trump was trying to supposedly influence some of the uh, people in the Attorney General's Department to do certain things. Some of them said, for them, they've sworn an oath to do certain things. So they won't listen to a president who wants to use incumbency to do this. Do you understand? So, so my question is, it, will the appointment be somebody that the president trusts as part of his kitchen cabinet or somebody who is like, I am here for Ghana's economy, I have a technocrat for Minister of Finance, and I'm going to do this work irrespective of whose ox is goaded. Do you get me? So maybe you pick somebody like, if like Joe Abbey was younger, okay, mm-hmm. everybody respects him, Dr. Ni Ashong. There are people like that because I feel that we don't need a partisan appointment. You need somebody who's respected by the market, respected by parliament, but very competent. Who's not, who doesn't have an election to run? Just, and who can build consensus? Because you have a very difficult economy. You don't need somebody who now can be doing populist things. You, a lot of these government flagships, the person will say, I'm going to cut them. And you will listen to me because I have the solution. Who can stand up to the president and say, Mr. President, this is not the time to be spending money on dams. This is the time to cut back the size of government. This is the time to take hard decisions to preserve the sanctity of the economy. And I don't know how many of those people can come up. Because there's a time where your appointment should be able to say, on this one, no. And other people tell me that even in the previous governments, there were some governors who, after they take a decision, you can't even reach them as the president. Because his training as a, of the independent of the central bank means that as soon as I take that decision, that's it. that's it. The president cannot call the governor and tell him to do anything because he is functionally, legally, and operationally independent. We need such people now. If they are dead, they should stand up and be counted. Hmm. 0549-986-996. That's the text and WhatsApp line. Now, if you are hiring or you're a hiring manager, I've got great news for you. You no longer have to worry about finding the right candidate for the job. Let the room handle that. Collaborating with the room uh, tells you that you can trust that you hire individuals who bring value to your company. You can check them out via theroom.com. Now, if you... If you're an enterprise customer, this recognition is for you in the Ghana Club 104 of Enterprises, Subsidiaries, Enterprise Insurance, Enterprise Life, Enterprise Trustees, and Acacia in their respective positions as top companies. Again, in the recent CIMG Awards, Enterprise Insurance was retained in the CIMG Hall of Fame for the sixth straight time and they dedicate these awards to you, their valued customers. Dream big with us, Enterprises, your advantage. 
Creamy Plus takes you back to the original creamy taste of evaporated milk. It's a great compliment to your tea, coffee, gary soakings, mashke, and all your cereals. Get your day started with Creamy Plus and jazz up your nightcap with the creamy taste of Creamy Plus evaporated milk. And you can uh, find Creamy Plus in all girl shops, bachelor, total, and other supermarkets. For bulk purchase, you can contact Less Farm Distributors at Medina Race Junction on 0501682522 or Grace has found us at Akoko Photo in Dansoman on 0245162747. Now, the other thing, you know, earlier when we were talking about the various crises we're facing food, fuel, micro policy, finance, all kinds of things, food is, is important. Now, in the last few years let's say in the last few months or the last year the three f's have been the major headaches for people food fuel and finance Mm -hmm. right now the ministry of food and agriculture last week we heard about the their decision to bring or cut food from the farm gates to uh, the city center they started with the pfj I, I three bunches of plantain actually two. three ah, bunches was supposed to be mine Bernard. no i took all home why you said you wanted two and one so okay because now I'm a, I'm a widower because of that yes <laughs> <laughs> finished you with that i have a big family <laughs> <laughs> you're eating cake no problem now, now and i'm uh, ripening i'm ripening one of them for kaklu okay. i'm ripening one bunch for kaklu oh you're Thank keeping you. the green ones for fufu yeah, no, not for no, no, just, just for healthy you know, eating. Yesterday, Kenya said we should eat upon two. Anyway, boiled plantain. plantain. Okay. Kotumri. Yeah. Yeah. And, and egg. One egg. And Kobe, Kobe yeah. Kobe. With some okay. one egg bean. Great. It's nice. So I got three bunches. And I think one was 25 cities. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. 25 cities a bunch. That's not bad. That's expensive. Um, no, it isn't. A whole bunch of 25 cities. A whole cheap. bunch. A whole bunch. These days. A whole bunch of 25 cities. Very cheap. You go on. So day two of the planting for food and jobs market was on yesterday. Now, the government and the ministry arranged to transport food from the production centers to Accra to sell at cheaper prices. Now, City News' Vivian Kailoko was there and she filed the report looking at day two of what was happening at the PFG market. Uh, considering the current hikes in the prices of goods and services, we know that inflation is over 40% as we speak. And so one of the things the ministry wants to do is to cut foodstuffs from across the region at the price that you would get it from the farm gate. Bring it here for government workers to get access to cheaper food. Now on Friday that initiative started. Today is Monday and the initiative continues. Remember on Friday what we had was just plantain. Today we're told that Yam has been added to the growing list of food stuff that will be brought here. And we're also told that rice at a point will be added as well as cooking oil will be added. Now on Friday we realized um, it was just a few numbers that came here to buy, um, you know, the food stuff. Today there are tons of people, scores of people who have come here to buy uh, the food stuffs, of course, at a cheaper rate. Are they cheaper than the ones at your market? We'll find out. So last Friday we were here, we looked at the prices of plantain and um, we're seeing as cheap as five cities, um, 
10 cities for a bunch and all that. Are the prices today are even cheaper? And also remember, yam has been added to the equation. We are told tomorrow rice will be added to the equation as well. But I want to speak to one of the ladies here who are running the show here. They gave us the prices and all that. So take us through today's price, and especially with the yam, which is a new um, commodity we are seeing being added. Thank you. Welcome to the City Newsroom. Thank you very much. Are the prices cheaper today for the plantain or the same? They are the same, basically. So 10, 15, 20, 10 for the smaller, 15 the medium, and then 20 for the larger bunch. And there are quite a number of them, so there's enough available for a lot of people. (laughs) So um, take us through the yam, what we are seeing. So for the yam, the smaller pieces are going for five CDs. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people are going for those ones because they are mixed. And then the medium sizes, yeah, the next lane, medium sizes are going for eight CDs. And then the last lane going for 10 cities. Those are the larger um, yams. What type of yam? Is this puna or what? Punjo or what? Mainly puna. Mainly puna. Yeah, so that's basically it. Thank you so much. Um, interesting prices here. And a lot of people are showing interest. Let me take you around to see what is happening here. Now, I believe the numbers here today are more than what we saw um, last week when the initiative was started. Now, if I look around, I don't see just government workers who are patronizing these goods. You can see people from all walks of lives. You can see people who are even retirees, old people who have all come here um, to this place. Now, the question is, um, are these products cheaper than what you see in the open market. Now, according to the ministry, that is exactly what you see. I'm trying to speak to one or two people here to pick their thoughts. Boss, you, you are selling um, the, the products today. Okay. You are buying. Okay, why are you buying here? Why are you not buying in the open market? I think this place is a bit uh, cheaper than what happens in the open market. You've done your comparison? Uh, not really, but I think it, it will still be much cheaper. Prices have you been given as when you came? I'm told this is ten CDs, and this these ones are five, six or seven or eight, something like that. Well, the big ones are ten CDs, and then the small ones five. CDs. Five CDs and eight or seven or so. Okay. Yeah. I presume you're civil seven. Yes, please. All right. So how much will this come up to? Possibly, if it is five, that's about a um, one to mm, twenty. 35. 35. 40 cities or thereabouts. Okay, but if you had gone to the market, usually how much would you buy? About 3 for 30 cities or 40 cities thereabouts. So this is good. This is better. Thank you very much, sir. And I, I wish you well. Uh, but, uh, this bachelor, we will look for a wife for you. So well, we're still at the agri ministry, and then uh, we're looking at the. I've met this nice man and lady. They are trying to run away, but they will talk. Are you here to buy yam or plantain, or why are you here? Okay, we are here to buy yam. Yes, I bought some already, and I led my friend here to come and get some too. Okay, why do you guys work? We work at the office of the attorney general. So, okay. you know, so you are, you are public? Going on. I just wanted to come and see whether it's, it's real it's and really happening. How, yeah. what's going on. So now that I've seen it for myself, I also come here and buy. You guys, are you guys married? Do you have families? 
Yes, I'm married. He's married. I'm single. You are single. So, um, what do you guys think about this initiative? Trying to um, bring the, the food to the people and then beating down the, the extra costs that will come with when the market men or women you know, bring it to us. What, what's your thoughts around it? On my part, I think it's a very laudable initiative because you can see that once people will come here and they'll be able to get uh, uh, this food stuff cheaper, then it means that it will force the market um, women to also beat down their price. Then we are going to have some kind of sanitization in the system. So let me speak to the press secretary, to the minister himself, and uh, to get some answers to some of the questions that keep running through our mind with regards to this initiative. Welcome to the city. Thank you very much, Vivian. Right. So um, another day, we saw the first one uh, last week. It was just plantain. Today you've added yam. I'm told you add rice, correct? Rice is coming tomorrow. Tomorrow. And so also an arrangement to get um, local vegetable oil. Okay. Today, today. So to, to, is that coming for tomorrow? No, no. But to, uh, rice, yes. But the oil, we are still talking to the dealers okay. because they have to transport them from Kumasi and those areas. So we we, we are talking to them. Okay. So tomorrow we'll see rice, we'll see yam again, and yes. then plantain again. Yes. All right. Last week, um, let's do a quick review. What were your thoughts around it? Went well? Yes, because um, we're looking at we are even we are not quite sure of the petronade last week, but. Your, your reporters were here and they witnessed within a matter of four hours over 2,700 branches of plantain fizzled out. We are not here to compete but to create the impression in the minds of Ghanaians that if like we said last week, if it can be a bit moderate in our profit seeking we can make things better for our colleagues. But, but people also argue that is that a solution to the problem? That problem is transportation and then the price of fuel, the price of um, implements they use on the farm, the price of fertilizer, and so many things that add up to the cost. Shouldn't the ministry be solving this problem? Yeah, Vivian, you realize that since the rollout of planting for food and jobs in 2017, never in our history have we done this. Okay? And you should know that um, desperate situations actually call for desperate measures. We are not in normal times, as we have always said. So, yes, tackling the issue of transportation with the roofs, we are dealing with it. I know the president has taxed a team to work on the fuel prices. So we are also looking at that as a, as a matter of... So those were some patrons at the Planting for Food and Jobs Market. Hey. The Zankarlokos report there. Well, not only patrons, but there were some ministry officials there yeah. explaining the um, the reason behind mm-hmm. the what are these what are call a pop up market? seems like a pop up market. A pop up market to solve an an issue temporarily. It it's I mean from what we're hearing, seeing, it looks like okay, this is probably seasonal. Let's give some people who can access the PFJ market at the ministry mm-hmm. a bit of relief on food prices. Mm-hmm. Those who can maybe go there because it's in close proximity to where they work, ministries, workers, etc. Um, for somebody who lives maybe in OEB, it might not make sense to travel to a Greek ministry to buy plantain, maybe. But for those who can take advantage of it, fine. But the, again, how, sust- how sustainable is this? How long is it going to last? And at the end of the day, are we going to be told that, oh... We actually spent this amount of millions transporting all of this food cheaply to you in Accra. So 
we've got to is, pay for isn't, it somehow. Isn't, isn't the, the ministry shaming the doubters? Are they? Because last, last week, it was like, oh, this thing is not going to work. People are going to go. Oh, people are going to go. Nobody said that. Okay, 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 what I'm saying is that initially, there were a few people. You know, when we went first, when Caleb went first, mm-hmm. there were a few, like six stalls. Yes. And there were a few uh, mm-hmm. bunches of plantain. Like, actually, are these guys serious? Mm-hmm. And then I went to get my three. I, I didn't go there person. somebody brought it here. Mm-hmm. But when Vivian went there, that place was buzzing. Mm-hmm. As they say, a I hear they Has the place have they found new grounds there? A jumna sock. No, is it? Uh, so <laughs> Let me tell you this. So go for it. No, the, no, no, the, no. You see, maybe you see. They say when a blind man tells you that he will stole you, he's maybe. Mm-hmm. But you see, they are onto something we don't know. Papa I saw a story two days ago that said there's food in Ghana, but it's locked up at the farm mm-hmm. gate. So and the minister keeps saying there's food. So maybe they've noticed a certain bottleneck. Between the food which is abundantly produced somewhere and the fact that by the time it gets here, it's so expensive. Okay, so this is what I think they should do. I think they should take typical what you go and buy at the, at the open market mm-hmm. and then what they're doing in PFJ market. They should say, okay, we went to this farm in this town in this region. Mm-hmm. At the farm gate, we paid X amount for this bunch of plantain. Mm-hmm. We transported it at a cost of this much. Mm-hmm. When we brought it to PFJ Market in Accra, we sold it for this much. Uh-huh. We made this much profit or whatever on it yeah. so that we can compare. Okay, the, the, the people who, the market women who buy from the same chain, who, and let's compare and see if indeed mm-hmm. they are saving money or they are cushioning us. Or, yeah, but there needs to be a direct comparison. The point of this is not to say this is the long-term solution. And trust me, guys, I'm, but, I'm playing a bit of devil's advocate, but I'm also, I'm also trying to understand what the thinking is. Mm-hmm. So, and I have not spoken to the ministry except listen to what uh, Bagbara Tanku said to you and also to Caleb and Vivian. I can say they are, they are trying to make a point, which is that food we don't have a food shortage, mm-hmm. and that the, the hike in food prices, if there was a reliable means of transporting the food, <laughs> food would have been cheaper. I think that's the point they're trying to make. So they're saying that, and two things. They're saying our money is as a agreement ministry to make sure people produce enough food. Mm-hmm. Now, people say we don't have food because the food is expensive. And we have said if the food is produced and people cannot afford it, demand and supply. So I think the ministry is saying, look, there's a lot of food. We're going to negotiate with farmers to bring their food to our market. Now, if this market succeeds, we could have a replication of that in other places where there will be a direct like Dell. We cut out the middle food distribution from fine. So from farm to fork, we're basically going to eliminate everybody. Uh So if this works, maybe they'll say in all regions, we're going to do one or maybe in some of the urban center, because the key was the center urban issue. So I'm saying I don't think they are saying the solution to high price of food is to come and buy the ministry of agri. I think what they're saying is that Mm -hmm. we are using this two weeks to prove Mm -hmm. that food could have been sold cheaper. But are they proving it though? But the people, no, no, the no. My point is that they, haven't, the they haven't told us how. For, again, they haven't told us how much they paid at the farm game. They haven't told us how much they're costing to transport it. Because my point is that they can do this for a few weeks to make everybody feel happy and nice. Mm-hmm. But is the reality on the ground for the market woman selling hers a bit more expensive? Is the reality that she's paying more because the transportation cost is high? Or because yeah. at the farm gates she has to pay more, but the government has gone has used some leverage to pay you, less. That's what I'm saying. That you see, in, in discussing price, maybe let's use the build up. See the way I'm looking at you. The, the that's what I'm, I'm, <laughs> so they should show us. You like us. Go back to Enos' interview with the lady. The lady who did the calculation. Yes, but I'm yes. saying that you see, 
two things. There's a day I interviewed Apia Adumako Ampofo, cats, yes. and I asked him factors that influence pricing in Ghana: mm-hmm. fuel price, transportation. He also said profiteering. Which so that could be part. What I'm saying is that maybe the ministry is trying to show that yes, there's a price build-up. Yes, there's the transportation issue, but there's also unreasonable profiteering because people feel we are generally. I mean, look at it. Look, that guys, be part, guys, but, guys, but then they should show us. Guys, look at this. So. How much they Palm are oil, supposed to? 102% inflation. Mm-hmm. Washing soap, 104%. Sorry, palm oil, 105. Ground nut, shelled ground nut, 111% inflation. So maybe they want to prove that if we can make the food available, it's possible to sell cheaper than the final price the market one is selling it so to. The oil, then the, the oil too is where are they taking it from? Where's the oil coming from? But I'm surprised that I have taken advantage of the market. You have no, not. You see, I have bought three bunches like, of plantain. We'll take advantage of it, but my point is... Okay, you, you, don't you are the ones who are complaining about the high cost of... I have bought to buy plantain. You have not. But you know, one day... You don't want to come one day and tell us that we did this and we did a lot. I said I was struggling to get cheap food. They said they are selling bunch. I asked... I gave Caleb money to... He brought me three bunches of plantain. You are sitting here saying food is expensive. You haven't even bought it. But but but, 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 January. They will not be full. January is not far away. It's not going In fact, January and February is not far away. We were here. What will happen? I'm saying that will happen. Let us enjoy it now. <laughs> I Everybody, let I, us I enjoy it. I wish I had a system where I could keep the plantain green for long. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember when this government? This ah, remember when this government gave us free? Do you remember when this not free water? We are going to a market. And don't forget, I'm going to give free water during a crisis. And then later on, you were told to pay for it. The minister's PR told Vivian that we have brought farms. So I don't even think the ministry is involved. Farm. No, they said, no, said, said agro farms. They, yeah. they said, they said, they said this, agro farms is the ministry's farm. I, yeah, I think what they were saying is that they are negotiating with other farmers. Uh-huh. So, 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 they're, 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 so they provide the transport. The farmers bring the okay, I don't, I don't, for them. I don't know, to, to be fair, we have to ask, I don't know whether they are off taking. I don't know whether they are just providing transport or whether they are providing customers. That's my point. It's so, so you, like, legitimately, you have, a que- you have to ask the question, are they buying and reselling? Are they just creating a market? market. Mm-hmm. Or are they transporting for free? That is my question. That's all I want to know. Fair question. Because, fair in the question. End, because in the end, the, the proof has to be that I am actually selling at much cheaper margins than... What is on yes. the market? Which and is the problem you have identified? With the same chain, the, the same, same value the chain, same value chain, value chain but comparatively much yeah, So you don't think that selling for two weeks for plantain one bunch twenty five cities makes the point enough? No, that we, when you go to Accra to buy the same thing, probably get like fifty cities. No, because, oh, because in January and February we will hear stories. <laughs> we are here. And for me, that you information see, has not been shared. It, it should not. T- my position should not take away the joy. Of those who go oh, to the course, market. Let's enjoy. In fact, the way I like one thing. But all I'm saying okay, is, this is a populist move. Obviously, <laughs> of, of the highest <laughs> level. Obviously, <laughs> a pure populism. So obviously, I'm falling prey to populism. No, but it is okay. It is not. It is not wrong to fall prey to populism. We all do. There are moments like that for every one of us, and this one is particularly sensitive because it is food. 
and it is money at a very so trying time. If, if I can't go to the ministry in January to buy the same for 25, I've been fooled. I'm telling you that. So, yeah, it should be a sustainable oh, solution. I said January and February will come. Solution. January and February. You see, the reason why I. I, I, mm. I you have, are looking at I'm it. looking at this this way is this. I trust the experts in this country a lot. Mm-hmm. People know what they are about. Yes. A lot of the experts who know what they are about mm. are looking at this thing and are shaking their heads. What we have come to know over time in this country is that most of the time, mm-hmm. these experts tend to be right. Nobody ever listens to them. Every time they say it, everybody says, oh, get out, book long, right, get out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. Then, <laughs> when the after we have enjoyed it small, you will ask for the enjoyment, we enjoy it. Small, we will enjoy it. We will enjoy it, And then long-term pain will come, and then we forget that somebody told you that you can do A, B, C, D, and fix it properly. What, what, and let a, us what about the view that, let let us be, you heard yeah. it in a voice clip, he said, mm-hmm. extraordinary times require extraordinary measures so, this so is that but, so we are not in normal time okay uh-huh. so this is not a permanent solution but we are in a situation where food is so expensive mm-hmm. genuinely fuel prices have gone up genuinely fertilizer prices have gone up okay generally production has had challenges but we still think that the levels at which prices have risen are not justifiable so we are using this to prove that okay yes food prices it's are more expensive big, but big, we can get it lower so okay. so mm-hmm. having made that point we will now put in place other measures mm-hmm. to make sure that the fact that you could buy the planting for 25 can happen in other markets. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm going to say. So next, please, somebody should make note this down. 2023 Auditor General's Report. Bernard. Yes. Nathan. Mm-hmm. Godfrey, you guys like to read it. I want you to look for a line item. PFJ Markets. A Greek ministry. <laughs> I want you to look for that line item. Because it's, 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 I want you to find... We'll be captured under something else. <laughs> Whichever one they capture it, and I will find it. I want you to find that line I said. And see what will be told that to pull off the let, let, market. Let, 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 let me be facetious and just ask. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what if they use taxpayers' money to do it? Let, 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 let's come to this. Let's assume they said, okay, we're going to set up a market in this district. And we're going to make sure people buy food at the price we think they can buy it. Mm-hmm. So, so they're basically subsidizing food. Yes. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with that. If it's is that it's what they've done? No, no, I'm just saying, what if this is the beginnings of that? So that because so this is my challenge. What they are doing now, only the elite can buy the food. Only those who are around the ministry. So if, if they go to, say, Malata, or go to Medina, or Kaswa, they go to where mm-hmm. proper people, <laughs> where we, the proper people are, and they find a way of saying we are doing today contemporary market come and buy all the contemporary you want mm-hmm. to try and break the power of the market queens in in this very radical and orthodox way and they spent money to do that mm-hmm. so that you could have cheaper food to eat mm-hmm. would that be a good solution it's an exercise in futility because my good friend brown for asked a simple question on twitter that i'll repeat he says mm-hmm. so our answer to high food prices mm-hmm. is to tell 2.6 million residents of accra Mm-hmm. To go and shop for food at that Greek ministry park, are we really doing that? That's uh, the question. Hold on. And I said that's the, not the solution. That's the that's the. That's hold the on. Yeah, yeah, example. Now, <laughs> let's look at the kind. That's why I asked you: Has the size of the market? In- yes. Well, so when Caleb went last week, it's, it was very small. When Vivian went, the thing had expanded. You don't get to the point I'm making. It's still the ministry car park. The same uh, area. Mm-hmm. Have they 
built a new car park. Mm. Next week is coming. They will build a new car park. No, they will move it somewhere else. Okay, maybe to the Independence Square. Oh, because but I thought the rice one was going to be a children's park. Uh, okay, no, they are moving okay. the rice. Guys, hold on. The point yeah. I'm making. Yeah, yes. on, allow me. Yes. The point I'm making is this: the traffic that go, will go there, yes. as compared to the traffic at Malata, mm-hmm. Timber Market. Mm. Abu Bloshi, mm. uh, uh, and Control Market, Kanishi Market, Market. Market. Malam Market, Market. Sakaman yeah. Market, Madina yeah. Market today. Yeah. What kind of dent mm-hmm. will this make? Not, not, and I borrow your point. Last week you said something that I borrowed and you repeated it today. <laughs> A protest is not about how many people come, uh, it's <laughs> about the. You said you yes. you said yes. the impact of a, a one man protest is about making a point. And you yes. mentioned that oh, today a, somebody has done a Ghanaian. I, I love you. It. I love a it. Ghanaian went to the COP twenty seven and showed yes. exactly the agriculture so, who told him he was doing something more yes. important. <laughs> so, the agriculture who told so, the protester he's doing something more important. So, so <laughs> and, and listen, I'm I'm doing devil's advocate here. So I don't necessarily believe everything I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm still trying to, for the sake of argument, because I'm trying to see the other side. I'm saying that, what if for the sake of argument, he said, you know what, we are trying to make a point that one market will not solve our problem, mm-hmm. but the fact that we're able to achieve it in one means that we can replicate it elsewhere. And I, I asked you a question, I said, what if you, uh, you said further on, mm-hmm. every district should replicate this one, mm-hmm. create a, a one once a week. We will not be able to strike deals with all the yes. farm gates. But maybe uh, Adventa Assembly. Uh, start your own. Thursday, vegetable market. Yes. And we're saying because of the way we've subsidized the transportation or with whatever, the food will be at a certain price yes. as a starting point. Yes. Maybe the people in Medina market will realize actually Thursday, I'm not for cotton toast or Adventa or So I'm saying that if this works and they think through it carefully, mm-hmm. They could replicate it, provided the assumption and the premise that there's excessive provisioning is true. Uh-huh. And that is where I come back at you and I say that mm-hmm. the uniqueness of this arrangement is the point Kokui has made. Mm-hmm. The uniqueness of this is in establishing mm-hmm. that the chain mm-hmm. in there, mm-hmm. when we do A, B, C, D, we can reduce the price, we can by, reduce this the price by this much. Yeah. So, okay. if I'm doing it at Malata Assembly, Adenta Assembly, yeah. Adenta Municipal, yeah. Lego Municipal, yeah. Ablikuma West Municipal. Uh-huh. Everybody knows that it costs X to do this. I get you. And mm-hmm. so we are doing this at this cost. It's because, not scientific. Because we cannot remove the matter of cost. Yeah. Mm. Yes. The fact that mm. it is the government that is doing it does That's not mean that we should not be worried by how much it costs. Because, it yeah. because in this country that we live in, they will find a way of laying the cost on us one way or the other. And I'm saying that that's, that could be true. Mm. But I'm saying that. So, but let me finish. Okay. So, mm-hmm. the f- the what is in the pudding? What did they the say? Proof, the, proof, the proof that they are looking for is in answering the question Kokui asked. In our two week pilot, mm-hmm. this is the arrangement that we made. Explain it to us. It does not matter. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That for the past two weeks, mm-hmm. we made arrangements with 10 farms. Mm-hmm. The 10 farms are in Sifiri also. Mm-hmm. They are in Funsi. Mm-hmm. They are in this. Mm-hmm. And then we made three deals with oil suppliers Thank you. at this price. Mm-hmm. Now, we moved the oil from here to here at this, this wholesale price. Exactly. Whilst we know that people have been moving it at this. Mm-hmm. Now, when we brought it, we transported it from here to here, the thing that you were buying at 650 Ghana cities, you could buy it after our arrangement and transportation for 670. Mm-hmm. 
But if you go to the market, it is thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is how legitimately it can be done, and then put it out there by doing that. What you've done is made the market aware that this is yeah, that this is actually what you are supposed to do. You are not setting a price for the market, mm-hmm. but you've let everybody understand that legitimately. Something that is supposed to be sold at six fifty is now being sold at a thousand. And the difference and we've is down done, to profit. We've done what you have done, mm-hmm. and, and, so it, it said and sold it at seventy, yeah. and we were okay with it. So why are you doing this? That way, even the ministry, then as a policymaker, can exactly actually yes. go to the market and say, "Market women, what you are doing is wrong," because the proof is this. That is where you can actually start laying legislation, even if you want to. I think you won the argument. Okay, sir. So, I, 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 I redraw. Oh, no, that they are doing. There. I redraw my position, even though I'll, I'll eat the plantain. Oh, shall I eat the plantain? But we will eat it with you. Why? Because is proposing to make the kaklo. Really? You are making. You won the argument. Did they add rubber oil? No, I took the punches. No, I'm going back again. But they said rubber oil there. They said they will add some things this week. Tomatoes. I'll, I'll check. Onion. <laughs> so, listen to the CC Breakfast Show. We'll take a very quick break. When we come back, we've got more for you. Please stay with us. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Yeah. We show. Welcome back. Sounds of Sarkodie. Black Sheriff, they call this one Countryside. It's of Sarkodie's new album, Jams. The messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. Now, the government of Ghana, through the Free SHS Initiative in partnership with Cocktail Media, presents STEM Novation 2022. Theme Innovating with STEM for the Social Economic Development of Ghana, the Battle of Innovative STEM Ideas among SHS, SHTS, and TVED institutions across Ghana, where second cycle institutions are challenged to use the, the tools of STEM to find innovative solutions to persisting problems in their communities under any of the following themes solar energy for social economic development of Ghana, coding and programming for social economic development of Ghana and recycling for socio-economic development of Ghana. Now the final is happening on the 18th. So the schools are arriving on the 17th. And the ultimate prize is a special mentorship tour of science labs in the U.S. with institutions including the Smithsonian Science Education Center, um, the Rowan and the Rowan College of Burlington County and Kings University. STEM Novation 2022 is brought to you by the Ministry of Education Free SHS Secretariat in partnership with Cocktail Media. Sponsors Talo Oil, Girl Omega, Company Limited, Dex Technologies Limited, Sendlos Ghana, GCB, KA Technology, and Akiola Publications. I don't know, still there, Akiola. Quiet, Charlie. So, 
So it's time novation 2022. Finals happening at the University of Ghana. 17th to 18th November. And with the all new Ghana Pay mobile, mobile Money Service, you can send and receive money at zero transaction fees. Pay your bills, buy airtime and data, and do so much more. Register by dialing star 707 hash and visit any branch of your selected bank to activate your wallet. Ghana Pay, your money, your way. Ghana Pay is a GIPS and Ghana Association of Banks collaboration. And have you been hustling under the scorching sun? Are you tired and thirsty? Do you need quick refreshment to quench your thirst and complement your meals? Your favorite Coca-Cola day for you. Go on, get real refreshment on the go or at home from your favorite Coca-Cola brands at the following recommended retail prices. So Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Fanta Sprite in the 300ml returnable glass bottle is now 2 CDs 50 pesos. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Fanta and Sprite in their 300ml plastic bottle is 3 CDs 50 pesos. And your favorite Coca-Cola Classic also in the 300 milliliter, sorry, plastic bottle is 3 CDs 50 pesos as well. Whether you're hustling on a hot sunny day or hanging out with friends, make Coca-Cola a part of that moment. Coca-Cola, real refreshment for all occasions. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, you need to try it first. And Heritage Christian College, located at Amasama, behind the Olympic Stadium, is affiliated to KNUST and accredited by GTEC. Programs offered are BBA programs in various fields, accounting, marketing, human resource, etc. And their uniqueness is entrepreneurship training with financial support, one student, one laptop, 24-7 internet access, professional certificates in addition to degrees, and so much more. There's also scholarships available. Entry qualifications are WASI, ABCE, or GBCE. Or an HND or diploma top up and a mature 25 years or above students. Hostel facilities are also available. Contact 0547. 777-731 for more information. Heritage Christian College, offering world-class university education and training, compassionate entrepreneurial leaders. Nine thirty. So listen to the City Breakfast Show. Your messages are, are welcome on 0549-986-996. We'll, we'll read a lot of them, I promise. Some people have even sent us some voices. We'll see if we can play a few. But yeah, now let's listen to um, this market woman, uh, our colleague Eno Safo spoke to, breaking down the math behind the prices you, you, you buy items for at the market. Very interesting breakdowns uh, for... for, for for you so let's just um this was part of a report that we played some time back but of course this bit answers a question that's still relevant today on how pricing is done at the markets we're currently at one of the shops in agwabloshi uh, they sell rice they sell seasoning cubes they sell oil they sell a whole lot of other things that um, people consume on a daily basis. Now, one of the things that most people have been con- um, complaining about in recent times has been the price of oil and rice. We're going to walk inside and speak to the woman whose shop this is to, so that she can explain to us how they price their goods. We see a lot of the things that you sell here. How are... Uh, how is the market now in terms of pricing? Everything is up. Everything is up. Everybody is increasing his goods. And they are determining the prices by the benchmark, the dollar, the VAT, and increase in petrol. 
that is the basis of the price increment and the prices are going on each day we don't even know what to do people come here and they come by then they go so the market is very slow because still there is increment in prices most people have been complaining about the prices of rice and oil how much is a bag of rice a bag of rice when you are talking about the non-perfume that is we categorize it as wachi it goes from 500 apples the and and at the other ones the perfume like this starts from 40 kilos 700 and above it goes to thousand depending on the type of value and quality you want and then the oil how much is a big gallon the big gallon as we are talking today from wilma ghana the producers of right or their price is still thousand from the company today is first november 2022 if i'm wrong they should go to Wilma Ghana and confirm their prices. But there are other oils that are coming in. It starts now from 700 upwards. That is the 25 liters oil. You mentioned the benchmark policy, um, forex, uh, VAT, as well as petrol. petrol. Accounting, is, is that what accounts for the price increment? Yes, please. So that means the price increment is not um, specifically from your end? No, please. It's from the manufacturers of the goods. When they import, the benchmark determines the duty they are going to pay. And the dollar determines the exchange rate for them to buy the goods outside. And the petroleum determines how the goods reaches to their warehouse before they supply. And the VAT determines how much they are going to sell. So that is all the basis for the price increment. So if the government wants to do something about it, he should start from the factories. Should go them, ask them the basis of their calculation of the increment in prices. Then he will sit down with them and see if they are overpricing. From there, they descend down to us. Because we are serving, we are wholesalers and retailers at the same time, serving the final consumers. Imagine an instance, you go and buy a sardine. Today they are quoting the cheapest sardine in the system for 340 CD from the company, per one box. Okay. That is China sardine because the sardines are also in specification. Mm -hmm. The qualities differ. I mean the price. So the cheapest is 340. Imagine when you buy it at 340. It's inside 7 CD something. 6 CD, 90 pesos or something. You are coming here and you sell one for 7 CD. So that it will be 350 CD. Out of the 350, you buy career bags to serve the customers. Out of that 10 CD, you pay your workers. Out of that 10 CD, you pay light bill and other utility bills. So how much are you going to gain at the end of the day? So we are not those who are overpricing the things. The benchmark we are losing because at the end of the day, when we sell, the, our money keep on depreciating. You buy today for two hundred, you go next time, you buy two hundred, you sell two ten or two five. Next time you are going to buy again is two hundred and fifty. So you make ten city profit and you have to add forty Ghana to the money to go and buy. Where from the forty Ghana? So if you don't have any strong backbone. Then your business will collapse. You go bankrupt and you close and go home. We are really suffering. The government should do something about it.
So that was a uh, market woman Enu Safo spoke to as she went around. This was what a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. by a month or so. I think ago. it was like two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, two, two she and a half weeks ago. November, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, to be fair, she was talking more about imported goods, yeah. you know, um, manufactured goods, as opposed to mm-hmm. farm fresh produce that we've been discussing this morning. But she did make some interesting points about the things that go into the price build-up, right? Yeah. So she talked about the exchange rate. So as an importer, mm-hmm. you've got to find CDs to chase dollars. Mm-hmm. That alone counts for cost, right? Mm-hmm. Then she talked about now the goods arrive. Aside customs duty, you transport those goods now from the port. Those also goes into the cost. That's fuel. That's fuel. Now you've got VAT. Mm. That they've got to add value-added tax. Mm-hmm. That also goes with the price build-up. Mm-hmm. If you're someone like her as a retailer, you've got workers. Even the importer will have they will have workers to pay mm-hmm. utility costs. Mm-hmm. As a retailer, she's got you, you buy something. She's got to at least package it properly for you to take away mm-hmm. grocery grocery bags. That goes into that. So all of these things go into the final price that you pay. And according to her, mm-hmm. there's very little they can put on on as a markup because all of these costs already. Add so much, and as a customer, you come, you see even a slight increment in the price of that good. You may walk away, but mm. she has to sell it. Mm. So, you know, she ended by saying that they're really struggling. You know, some of us might disagree and still think their goods are too expensive. And I'm not discounting the fact that there could be excessive profiteering. I mm-hmm. think there still is some of that. Yes, there still is some of that. And when you shop around a bit, you'll see price differences. You know, way too much. Way depending on where you're buying something, mm-hmm. a box of juice could be 40 CDs or it could be 25. So mm-hmm. we know there's that. Going I, agree, on as well. I agree with you, but which is why in the solution we always say that eat what you grow and grow what you eat. Because in mm-hmm. that price bill that I she agree. gave, the exchange rate is the lead driver. Because the exchange depreciation itself means you need more CDs to buy mm-hmm. whatever you're buying. Then that exchange rate is also affecting the price you're going to buy fuel. To transport the good, yeah. then there's the VAT on top. Now, if you're producing your own food here, yes, you still need exchange rates to buy fertilizer. But even if the government gives fertilizer, if fertilizer is more expensive, but it's not the same as looking for dollars to buy. Yes, you still need diesel to power your tractor. All right, but because you're producing the food here, the first exchange rate loss you don't suffer that much. Mm-hmm. So if you can produce a lot of your food here, yes, food price may still be a bit higher, but it won't be as high as imported food. Yeah. All right. So, but, but just to add, Saturday I was mm-hmm. listening to another program, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. the rice growers, Senor Sipo, the president, yes, yes, spoke about how cutting rice from his farm to Accra, Assad, I think February or March, mm-hmm. used to cost him fourteen thousand Ghana cities. Now it's sixty thousand. What? Yes. Same track. Same number of. Uh, same. Fourteen thousand. You can, you can, oh. Mm-hmm. Talk 14 to 60. Abella, you've seen the fuel price. Talk to him. But think about that. That's 14 times 4 is 56. Wow. Talk to him. So it's more than four times. Mm-hmm. Talk to him. He says he's got. So what's how? The grip guy. Yes. Talk to Ghana him. Ghana rice. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, the white beard. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yes. Bearded. Yes. White beard. Nana, call him. Nana something. Let's call him. You call him. The, the cost of you transporting call him. Let me find the same Let me call him for rice yeah. is quadrupled. four times. Over, so over which period? If he brings rice, how much do you expect him to sell it for? Exactly. Hey. And how much is the gov- how much is well, PFJ market going to be rice? Market, how much yeah, but which is why, you see, but you see, this is the point, Kokui. So, if this guy's rice is four times more to transport, it also suggests that if I import the rice, so, so think about it, he produces rice in Fumbisi Valley and it costs him this much to transport it. Somebody produces rice in Vietnam or from the US or wherever, he brings it to Ghana, he can compete with this guy because he's branded his rice and maybe the rice is subsidized by the 
country, the government. Yeah, yeah. So it gets it so cheap, brings yeah. it in. Yes, there are other inputs that make, you know, for the, the yeah. build up of the price, but it may not, it still may not get to. Yeah, but from 14,000 to 60,000. No, well, Godfrey, so, you need to tell me the period for this. This doesn't make sense. Oh, oh, unless oh, I didn't hear it. Unless you move from 14 to 16,000. Yes. 14 to 60,000. I said, I'll put him on the line. Oh, Maybe okay. I had, I had 16,000 and I had yeah, 60,000. Over what period of time? I'm saying, I'm putting him okay, on the we'll line. We'll put him on there. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if we can get him. But you know, it wouldn't surprise me because, uh, how much has your personal fuel consumption increased? Yeah, it's that wild, but. It is that wild. Okay. Yeah, but it's still, 14 to 60 is a lot. I said, maybe I had 16. Because I'll buy fuel for 6 cities, 7 cities, 8 cities, and then they move on to 17. 17. Exactly. But that's not times. Okay. Okay. Seven, it's almost, it's almost tripled from 6 to almost 18. 6 to 18 is 3 times. But this guy has has moved from 14 well, to 16. Almost quadrupled. It's too much. You know I'm saying? Maybe I had 16. I'm going to put him on but the line. 16 would like also be a bit low, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I'm bringing him on okay. to explain. So, but but I, I think the basic premise here is that whatever it is, mm-hmm. the prices at which goods are sold at a market will definitely include all of these things. Increase in price of fuel, mm-hmm. FX, mm-hmm. depending. Mm-hmm. You get it. So clearly... And what? then the tax issue. And tax and all of that. So clearly, the ministry might be doing this probably because they might have a certain kind of cushion to start with. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no. It's fine. They can have the cushion. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. You know, it's, we all want cushions. Of course, we do. We all want cushions. It's a, it's a tough situation because the other point is that, you know, the, the, the tax component is also irritating people. But the other point is if the government doesn't tax, how would they get money to do what has to be done? You know, so we are we are in a very difficult situation, and I I this is probably the f- budget I'll be reading very closely because I'm I'm trying to understand where they'll get the money from. I I, I can't see it. Mm. You know, from, you, you, from, from this side, there from you, you remember, you remember we've been but, but taxed the, the, over No, we haven't. Let me explain something. You tax. know, the problem with taxes is that we haven't had the the tax properly applied. So it's not a widening of the net that we need. As in, bring poor more, people into mm-hmm. tax is to be more efficient in the collection. Remember, last three weeks you were doing a show. I was listening where they said in Kumasi, people were angry that yes, yes, yes. I am reliably informed that that exercise yielded increase in their tax collections. They, they, they went to these big big shops. Yeah, in not in Kumasi alone, and they said oh, yeah, they, were doing so they were basically the saying that people were, were like if like they, maybe Kokui said she's Kokui sells imported chairs and Kokui pays twenty thousand cities tax. Every month, and then when she does, we pays twenty five k. When I took my officials there to sit in the shop, Koku was getting like two fifty thousand, right? So they realized that this, and so of course, Jerry irritates people by coming to sit there. But I'm sure they they knew that people are also not paying. Meanwhile, they will say they are adding that tax to the price I pay. You see, so sometimes I'm saying that the government they must also be more forthcoming with the knowledge they have about how these things work. Because if somebody is paying twenty thousand cities tax a day, and then I bring my officials there and said, anybody who comes out to the shop, I will mark what he buys and calculate my own VAT and say, ah, Koku, you are supposed to pay three hundred k. Okay. Meanwhile, that spin-off of two eighty she's making, it's not as if it's translating that to you as a consumer. So if the government says they are excessive for return, some of that is also tax evasion. Well, right. So. When we say we should, we are overtaxed. A lot of the companies find ways around this. A lot of the companies find ways around this. So, yeah, I, but, 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 but I will not hold brief for some of them. I guess them. you, but, but the end consumer doesn't escape. 
Yes. Yeah. So you there you will suffer. Uh-huh. Then consumer doesn't escape. If there's a company in the middle of the equation that is dodging. But, is it, but, but we are talking about what the budget can do. And the budget must find a way of making sure that this person who's paying twenty five K instead of two fifty K pays it. Good. All I'm saying is that if that is what the budget is yes. supposed to be doing, yes. then it should do that. Not come and ask me for you don't have anything to I give. I don't have anything to give you. I get your point. Uh-huh. I agree so that's, with you. That's, that's, that's all I wanted. But I agree with you completely on mm. companies that are in the middle of the chain or Tell in me. the middle of the equation who are finding all kinds of creative ways Charlie? of going. As for that, dear, yes. It's true. And so I, I'm wondering how this budget, and you know, it's how many days to the budget? Is it 24th? Mm-hmm. I wonder where they've reached. Do you know why I'm asking? Do you know I'm saying this? <laughs> you wonder where they've reached? Eh? Do you know why? Because I know that there's a whole budget office, but usually, again, I'm experienced in covering this. They they usually will know some basic structure. Sometimes, previous times, they even call media people to discuss components. So they can call tax people and say, "We're doing this." And they invite all these societies. We're trying. Yeah, to, yeah. What do you think? Hey, that kind of thing. So you you get a sense that they are thinking of introducing something to the budget. Come for a okay. pre-budget discussion. I don't know if me nobody has invited me to anything. I don't know whether What's I have the draft. I don't know where they've reached, but I just hope that they are able what, to finish. What I will say is, hmm. like, recently, who had the majority leader casting mm-hmm. some doubt over when? Yes. So for me, I I think that that's quite instructive, and it tells us something. And the the deputy minister, the minister of state, is not there. Mm -hmm. Yes, the deputy minister went to launch uh, Ustart. The minister himself is going to appear before Parliament this morning. Mm -hmm. We don't know if he's going to go personally, but I think from the way Parliament works, at least they will invite him personally a couple of days. So so I don't know if they can even finish. (laughs) Maybe they will do it in December. I don't know. Hey, we'll see. Yeah, I mean. I, I mean, this is your most important budget, and yet this is the most chaotic build-up ever. Mm-hmm. And they just tell you that we are in a very, very complicated place, like like you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But you couldn't get a rice guy for me. It's I found his name. It's Yawedu Poku. What did he say? I'm trying to get. You hold on. I'll find you, it you, for you. We'll, we'll get but if you're a rice farmer or somebody who transports food, is it possible that bought chair of cup gun? Between is it between March? Ask Ubudu. Is this between March and what? Between what period? So, if you're if you're a food importer uh, or a food distributor, how massively have your transportation costs escalated and your production costs? Mm-hmm. If you can share an experience with us, mm-hmm. we we could do that. There's a couple of comments. Yes, yeah, so let, let's go through some of the messages that have come in, and then we'll say a few things okay. about um, the Black Star Squad that's been mentioned. Okay. Yeah, Koku, a few messages, please. Yes, indeed. All right. Concerning the sale of foodstuffs at the Greek Ministry, I'm speculating that these market women who sell at higher prices will still come to the ministry and purchase in stock at low prices and still go back to the open market to sell for profits. Okay. <laughs> Um, good uh, morning, I'm Walter Yocho. Please from, go, hold for me. Yeah, I found the I found the quotes. Okay. So this is the chairman of the competitive African Rice Platform Ghana uh, chapter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says three, three months ago. Three months ago, I was bringing in fifty tons of rice mm-hmm. by articulator load mm-hmm. at fourteen thousand Ghana cities. Mm-hmm. Tamale to Tema. Mm. Today. I am paying 60,000 Ghana cities. Wow. So it has quadrupled. And this adds to the cost of the product for the consumer. Mm-hmm. So if we make it seem as if it is the middlemen and market women who are doing this, then we are not being truthful. This is your Dupoku. Mm. Three months ago. When, yes. when was he speaking? And he's a rice farmer. He was speaking on Saturday. Saturday. So Saturday. three months to this is end of August. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's okay. 50 tons of rice by articulator. was costing him 14. He's paying 60,000. So how much do you think he's going to price the rice at? Exactly. 
to make anything <laughs> on it. This is the this is their big man. So we haven't even spoken about the cost of producing the rice. No, 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 and no. like the implements. We haven't yeah. spoken about labor. So, yeah, yes. that hasn't come. We haven't about tax. Yes. Cost. Transporting Alone. that truck from Tamale to yes. Tema <laughs> from 14 to 60. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's even serious, though. Yes. And this is rice produced in Ghana. Yes. Mm. He's success from his farm, Tamale. Hey, yeah. To, to Tema. Hey, that seems scary. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> Three months. So here but we then, are. But Godfrey, then we are in hyperinflation. Hmm. Uh, then you and the inflation people do no, 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 yeah, listen, <laughs> Why are you telling listen, me? Listen, 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 Why are you telling me I lost? No, we are in high inflation. Bella, <laughs> if you check the chart on the front page of the, the graphic business, yeah. just check, just check. The so diesel has gone up by one hundred and fifty-five percent. Petrol one hundred and eleven percent. Groundnuts, I don't understand. One hundred and eleven percent. Palm oil, one hundred and five percent. Washing soap, one hundred and four percent. And then sunflower cooking oil, one hundred and two percent. Top six items with inflation above 100%. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Check this. This is pe- diesel, diesel and petrol. petrol. So, so probably Mr. Dupoku's trucks will run on diesel. Yes. Now, diesel has gone up by 100 plus percent. Yes. Now, so that means that the co- you're right. So the cost of just hiring that truck to, and running it. Running yes. It. And running it from... Tamale yes. to Tema. So if he was paying 12 CDs per liter three months ago, he's now paying 17. 17. And I have another one who has sent me a message. He's yeah, even complaining. He says, if he decides to talk, he will need security protection. So he will even talk. Oh, <laughs> he, should, he should give us an anonymous name and talk. <laughs> he says, if he talks, he will need security. So he will need talk. No, he should say something small. Hey. Charlie, that's in serious, though. Somebody sent me something. Eh? Hey, he bought gas. Gas. From a filling station. What is 9722? 9th July. Yes. Yeah, 9th July. He bought the gas at 130 CDs. The same quantity of gas from the same station, 15, 11, 22. What is that? That's 15 November. 15, that's today. 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 Yeah. He's paying 213 CDs. Mm. Uh-huh. So from 130 to 213 mm. for the same thing. So if this person runs a restaurant mm. where he's, uh, he or she is buying ingredients <laughs> from the market, mm. coming to cook as well, so, add additional cost. so fuel to the market, gas. high price, then gas that has moved up by this price from one thirty from one thirty to two thirteen. That's just two. Has to pay labor. Yes, utilities. Imagine how much you're how much you're paying for the food at the restaurant. So you feel that it's not fair to try and blame middlemen or market people for profiteering. If you, I'm don't saying, have, if you don't have the facts, I'm saying, I'm saying there the might be something, yes. but the facts. what we require from the Greek ministry and Bernard, it is my one, it is my pet peeve with them. That's a fair point. They tell us a lot of things without giving us the they numbers. Like, they like, they like anecdotes. Yes, they should okay. give us numbers. Walter Mutual Pram Pram says, I just want to know what exactly the problem the Ministry of Greek is trying to solve. Is it high prices in our open markets or what? At this time, when government workers are in their offices, should they leave and come and buy? Okay. But I have a question for the Ministry of Agriculture. Mm-hmm. The minister is calling the markets planting for food and jobs, and he's selling plantain. What intervention under PFJ targeted plantain? We seriously need to evaluate the outcomes from this program. Thanks. Yeah. This is Mensa in Amasama. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're still listening to the CTV breakfast. We'll take a very quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll touch on a few things and then wrap it up. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
Welcome back to the City Breakfast Show. Let's go through a few more comments. Okay. Um, XY in Oyarifa says, Another day, another opportunity. Plantain is at their Greek ministry, and our civil servants have left working hours to go and shop for foodstuffs. <laughs> anyway, yamini. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> is it Kwabina says Nathan? Please. So, what did he say? Special request. Said, um, Special request. Another day, another opportunity. Plantain is at the a Greek ministry, and our civil servants have left working hours to go and shop for food stuff. <laughs> they went up break. Who's break? They went up break. Well, this they brought the, 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 the bustling mini market. market. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy Kwabna says, Nathan, please advise the government to do the same with fuel, too. Hey. Uh, they, should have, uh, they should get a petrol station now. They are not start- saying that the petrol price has been overhyped. The petrol price you pay, the, you see the, you see, mm-hmm. the thing that you see the petrol price before you even drive to the station. Mm-hmm. So that's different. Well, and, uh, okay. The mathematics behind it. Cardinal from Oyarifa says, the heart of the Ghanaian is desperately wicked. People will buy from the subsidized market and sell at a higher price somewhere else. Serious thinking should go into this. Okay. Mm. Good morning, Sissy. I resigned from a company that was not paying taxes and staff SNCC contributions only to see the president on the news cutting a ribbon and announcing the company as a one district, one factory project. Uh, the presidency oh, is not protected. There's no due diligence done on people who want to meet the president. Yeah. Our political leaders are blinded by money and personal glory. This is George in Airport City. Mm. I have s- never seen someone agree to this kind of allegation. It has always been refuted. This is in reference to Anas's Galamse Economy doc. Um, uh, doc. Yeah. The president refuted his alignment with Nantichi just as the vice president did. Remember the 235 sharing ag- arrangement? Mm. Okay. Ralph in Tema says, Good morning, Team City. With the Anas expose, mm-hmm. I'll humbly suggest that after the investigation and the persons involved are found guilty, people should be asked to refund the money. Apologize to the people of Ghana and serve a jail term if applicable. Frederick says, good morning. Truly, people don't learn. Our greed blinds us. Was this not the same scheme Anas used in number 12? And Edubwain fell for it? Appearance fee indeed. Mm. Okay. Bernard, are you surprised? Martin Amidu said it, but we ignored him. Mm. Please, highlight his assessment hey, on Ijapa. You know, you forget, he, he actually wrote a lot on that. Mm. He wrote the, the whole conflict of interest thing. Yeah, he did, actually, he did. Okay. But um, it's funny, you know, Amidu and Anas didn't really agree. <laughs> well, that's a different issue. Yeah. Morning, Nathan. Anas just made the job easier for the president, but the big fish have to follow suit because the deputy couldn't be acting alone. That's Jones in La. Kwame says, good morning, city. Baumia should be directly made the finance minister. It's the best and only way. Okay. I completely associate myself with Mr. Akutu's assertion that there's a lot of talking down on the measures government is putting in place to salvage Ghana from the economic I did not say that. I did not say that. I said the government and these communicators, (laughs) one big problem they have is they talk down on the citizenry. I did not say that. Russia okay, is so, a, so, so, let's move so, on. He said okay. he did. So, so the, prem, the premise is wrong. So no. the government be, itself has been talking down to us. You are saying something. They didn't understand. No, he understood. Better hold on. Better. I'm coming. I just want to say something quickly. You see, it's important that Godfrey does this because sometimes 
people tune in, they hear two words, and then they jump on social and conclude that we've said A, B, C, and D, which is not true. No, you, I bet you hold on. I bet you. I should not read it. Because the premise is wrong. And I'm just re-echoing it. So people listening out there who have a knack for doing that. You hear two, three no, words. This guy is a regular listener. I'm just saying. It's a genuine... Which, I know Yakubu, which is why I'm saying... It was a mistake. It was a mistake. I know Yakubu very Maybe well. Maybe he misheard what you said. There's <laughs> pressure in the system, it's Fisher. Okay. Mary Ann in Dansuman says, this whole appearance fee issue makes me wonder how Nam One got his photo with the president. Ah. Okay. The picture of Akufado shaking hands with Namwan was contributory uh-huh. to giving men's gold credibility. Uh-huh. Okay. CBS team, I'm paying rapt attention to the way you're di- digesting the miraculously spontaneous happenings from yesterday. But the vice president's spokesperson's comments struck me. Okay. He said if anyone would make this comment about the VP, it had to be someone close to him. Mm-hmm. That points to me that there may be something of this sort that happens within the circle of the vice president. Mm-hmm. It seems to me like tables have been shaken by this expose, and we really need to pay close attention to the investigations that may follow. Mm-hmm. I love the tunes um, Nathan is serving us this morning. The shout out to DJ Abeku. He's the man. He's the man behind the music on the show. The, Aaron the, from Oyara Fast Center. Nathan enjoy the glory. Song. Some small tea. It's 10, and that's how we wrap it up on the City Breakfast Show. Many thanks for listening. I did this with Bernard, Gottfried, and Kokui. Gottfried Odom gave us help on technical. Show produced by Fred Jabano and Caleb Koda. 